into the show how are y'all y'all doing good welcome in my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek live star trek fleet commands official podcast ah there we go headphones all messed up hey what's going on everybody welcome into the show appreciate you guys all being here Let's see who's here to hang out. On a Talking Trek server sound off, here we are. Seven days before All Hallows Eve. Good evening. And let's see who's hanging out for a Talking Trek server sound off. We'll begin today with Gherkin on European 184. What's up, Fart Monster on server 60. Thank you, Noon Whistle. On server 29, Mighty Croc. Server 8, Tagora on 40. Chaos on 26. Big Smiley on server 63. Good evening. Killer Ab on server 145. Warhol on US 21. Thank you, Shinzola on uh, European 153. Vulcan Death Grip on 14. Stradalorian on 9. Vespa Man on European 146. Shady Pines on 27 and 29. Zandy's on server 12, baby. Uncle Brisket on server 63. Toker on European 128. Commander Taylor. <laughs> On the all alone and infinitely excluded server 192. Tammy Moza, server 20, thank you. Borg 104 on server 16. Shrike on 14. Paul on Polly D on European 179, thank you. Appreciate it. Dale on server 34. King Kirky on 181. Dr. Juby, server 60, thank you. Metamized on server 24. Eyebrow on server 24 as well. And Dominus Prime on 52. Wolfwood on 49. Appreciate you being here. Graduated on server 26. Captain Planet on server 167. DJ Girl on 8. And Dorian on server 13. Vengeance on 196. Fire Force server 26. Devil in the Belfry on server 14. Fart Monster on server 60. Eddie on 14. Also Boaz on 14. TS on server 57. Pallium on APAC 188. Sack Attack, Server 15, thank you for being here. Phantom Spock on Server 187, Benny Hill on 42. And uh, and Hani on 10 and 43, Taff on 155, Mosher on 181, Leechy on 15, Air 
on uh, server 167, and the list goes on 106 additional messages here on our Talking Trek server sound off. 338 people in our live studio audience. Appreciate you guys all being here. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and uh, would like to welcome you guys all uh, very much to uh, the stage of our weekend weekend edition. Ladies and gentlemen from Server 20, Trader is joining us today. Welcome, uh, Trader. How are you today? Fantastic. Fantastic. Mainly because Scopely just came out and uh, announced the launch of G6 with the November arc. I'm kidding, by the way. That's, that's a lie. Trader, Trader just having wishful thinking there, I think is what happened. <laughs> wishful thinking there. Uh, appreciate you. <laughs> uh, no, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's 100% falsified data, okay? Just, th- just throwing that out there. Somebody's like, wait, what? Really? G6 is coming in November? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Miami says, does anyone know the dates for incursions, or are we guessing at this point? We do not have a confirmed date on incursions um but we do have our incursion prep series this week trader which would lead players to imply that it could be this coming weekend however i i there's reasons why i might doubt that information trader uh we do have incursion prep here which is interesting placement uh but i'm not a hundred percent sure that we do see that this weekend uh there's a couple of reasons for that trader before we jump into our stupid news mainly i'm waiting for Bubba Joe to arrive so we can deliver world-class news. A um, couple of reasons why I might doubt that. Uh, I, I doubt that because it would be a holiday weekend, Trader. Uh, and, oh. and yeah, coming up next weekend, for example, the 29th and 30th uh, is your Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but traditionally, if we go back, especially some of the veteran players in the game, if you guys go back, we do traditionally see um a halloween set of events trader and and normally god <laughs> knock on wood where can i find some wood to knock on huh. okay uh traditionally those events are not the worst in the world trader um yeah, we that's true. that's true you know we've we've gone back uh the last two or three years worth of halloween events have actually been pretty good um if you recall Last year uh, and the year before, we had the introduction or the uh, the recurrence thereof of the Halloween gummies uh, that we got uh, two years ago, and then they came back last year. The Halloween gummies event was actually very well received uh, and pretty rewarding, actually, Trader. If you go back and watch some of the videos or listen to the podcast uh, from one year and two years ago, respectively, we had pretty good uh, reception to the Halloween gummies. Don't know if that's what they're doing again this year, but I, I remember what I loved about the trader, uh, about the gummies trader, which was choice, right? There was strategy yes. involved with the team, um, but there was also um, really good sourcing of independent credits. Now, I know for some players, you know, who have the latinum to burn, those independent credits might not be a big thing, but there was also faction credits trader. And uh, the faction credits were also something that that a lot of players really, really listen. You never stop needing faction credits. All right. So, you know, for players who were in their younger ops levels, the independent credits were a wildly, you know, great welcome uh, reward for that event. Um, No idea what's actually coming. Have not yet received my brief trader. Hopefully that comes this week. But 
the reason that I'm curious about the placement of the incursion prep events is simply that, that this coming weekend it would make sense for us to drop our Halloween set of events. Moreover, Trader, it does not, in my mind, feel overly likely that an ARC launches on Tuesday, November 1st, okay? Um, that obviously could happen. I'm completely speculating, all right? I'm completely uh, guessing everything here, but I do not know that, uh, you know, see here, Stephen Aaron says, listen, we've got this mystery event on our calendar uh, visual, like the, the, you know, whatever they call it, the interstitial that launches when the game launches. And on the 29th and 30th, you've got an orange bar there with question marks. It could be Incursions Trader. It also could be the Halloween series of events. Either way, um, it doesn't seem likely that... It is orange, like Halloween. It is orange. (laughs) It is orange, like Halloween would be. Uh, So if that were the case, then I would presume then that Incursions would happen after that point. Um, Trader, there has been a lot of feedback issued to me and feedback discussed uh, with me from the Scopely development team as well as to whether or not incursions actually belong on a weekend. I know that there's been a lot of conversation mm. about that in the community. People say, yes, we Absolutely. want it on a weekend. We don't want it on a weekend. You know, I, I, this is one there, of those things. Where there's no way never, to make anybody ever- Yeah, you'll never make everybody happy with this. Um, yeah. You know, a lot Isn't of people. Is that why they initially went for a rotating path? Well, and, and so I'm, not sure, I'm not sure yeah. that that has been abandoned, Karkin. Uh, the last two incursions have been on weekends, but it may very well be that we see this one come up not on a weekend because that feedback is loud. The thing is, is you'll never make everybody happy, as you indicated, Trader. So whether or not incursions actually happens on a weekend or not. But if I'm guessing, and this, by the way, is just a pure guess, pure speculation, um, I would go with Halloween this weekend. I'd go with incursions the weekend after, and I would go with an arc launch probably around Tuesday, November 8th is my guess. The good news there, Trader, is if I'm correct, that gives us an extra week in between the arcs and an extra opportunity at some extra events, including that maybe of the Borg uh, event recurring, um, of course, with Cal, Faction Hunt, and then Apex as well. So there could be, there's a lot up in the air. We don't yet have a calendar. I'm hoping uh, probably Monday or Tuesday, we should be able to receive, um, we should be able to receive a calendar of what's happening in between the arcs. That is my hope. And that way we kind of have a little bit of an idea about what we need to plan for and what we need to prep for regarding the upcoming series of events. Uh, And you're right. You can't please everybody, Dale, but that is uh, just my guess. Dragon Keeper says no Borg event, please. You know, I kind of, I got to be honest with you. I like the Borg event. You know, it's, it's It's not the worst. It's not the worst. Uh, It is relaxing. Every few. Like yeah, it's like what six? We had figured it out to about sixty, but they changed that a couple times on us. You know, and a Karkin. Here's why the biggest reason why I do want to see this recur, as it still yet to this day remains one of the uh, most reliable, if you can even use that word, trader sources of the Vidar skin. And mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not available anywhere else. It's not been in event stores. It's not been available in in you know. You can't even buy it. So I would like to see that event come back, mainly because there's still a lot of people still trying to grind that thing out, Dale. So I feel like that would be, I uh, feel like that would be something that needs to come. Um, and I, I know Captain Planet, he says, you know, the most reliable, you mean the only 
method. And and yes, I, I I'm just saying that it it is the, the only place that you can count on that coming. And so uh, there's already uh, angst within the community trader that that skin doesn't get sourced quickly enough. So if there was a Borg event this coming inter, you know, this coming in between the arcs, then I would welcome that. Mainly for the people who need to continue working on that skin. That said, mm-hmm. <laughs> the skin only makes a terrible grind less terrible, but still terrible <laughs> in its own right. Yeah. Um, today, <laughs> I was able to gather what little willpower I had remaining for the month of October, Trader, and I did one run <laughs> of Bork cells. Oh. Just one. Yeah. I've, I've got like 11 I, uh, cells. I don't even claim them every single day, uh, you know, because you, you're supposed to stop at eight, which you can get to nine. That tells you how long it's been since I've done them, Trader, because I've actually redeemed Latinum Antiques every five days, and I'm up to 11. So I spent one. I'm down to 10 now. I just, I just can't. That grind is so terrible, <laughs> so terrible. It is. It's such it a, is. a bad grind, and um, you know, I know that that Scopely's been talking a lot about you know ways that we can make the grinds better and things like that, and and of course, you guys knew that I had, um, uh, you guys knew that I had my meeting with uh, with them regarding speeding up additional grinds. They were very interested to talk about the the idea of the exocomps. I think I mentioned this on Twitch, Trader. The the rollout of exocomps is actually apparently much more complicated than I would have guessed. Yes. Uh, yeah. Don't really understand it's, it. It's surprising. That is surprising, actually. I, yeah, I don't necessarily know that I fully 100% understand that. Uh, but it is not quite as simple as I had hoped. Uh, so truthfully, you know, out of everything that, that I had in that proposal, I've, I believe that the exocomps might end up being one of the least likely <laughs> that would happen quickly. <coughs> Shocking. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, uh, Echo had come on the show and was talking about uh, mastery, um, which was also brought up in the meeting that uh, that I had shortly thereafter. I got to be honest with you; they are very, very interested in the idea of mastery. So I know that Echo and I have uh, have talked uh, more about that here lately about what mastery should look like, what it does. I know Bubba's going to probably disagree on on where this thing lands, uh, but mastery is is something that they're actually very keen on exploring. Trader, now I don't know what that means i don't know what that can look like i don't know what it would end up looking like right now there's a lot of ideas up on the wall and and for that reason i think it's not something that comes quickly but uh mastery is something that that we could see in the game over the next several months to a year trader uh as they were very very interested in that concept uh for those of you who uh may have missed the uh the show that we had done with echo or missed our subsequent conversation mastery is something that we had discussed uh that would basically be a completion an end to a previous loop uh for example let's take borg for example right now the highest probes you can hit trader level 33 right true i mean you would think that most people with with a max vidar uh, are hitting the level 33s. Uh, some of that research comes later in the 30s, but, I mean, really truthfully, by Ops 38, 39, you should be very much done with that loop. Uh, and now the, the Borg refinery is just feeding you those credits every single day, and that's all there is to it. It's a very boring loop, but, Trader, it remains rewarding because that's why people continue to do it. 
they can't stop because it is a good, healthy chunk of independent credits and a good credits. Yeah, good credits, uh, independent credits and faction credits. It remains a very good daily source of those things. So people don't want to let it go, but golly, God, 87 hostels, one run. You know, it's yep. just a terrible, terrible grind. So one of the ideas that, that uh, President Echo had had is, hey, when you are able to, to quote-unquote, be finished with this loop, like we're just using that refinery now for credits. There's nothing else. No progression, no interesting content that comes as a result of a trader. Um, then Echo had suggested, you know, a mastery-type uh, research or or bundle or something like that that happens at the end that basically just you know, would be a 100x loot gain or 1,000x loot gain uh, for your Vidar so that you could just go in and boom and hit 5, 10 hostels and be done, which I got to be honest with you, I love it. All right. Uh, I love it. He he had also indicated that that uh, it could be monetized trader, uh, could be something where you buy it now and you get it unlocked, or this mastery research would be a process to go through, like, kill 10,000 hostels or something like that. I Again, I have no idea how this is going to ultimately play out. All I know is that if it is something in the game that allows me to grind towards an actual end of a loop, I'm all for it. You know, um, Swarm right now pretty much ends for 50-plus. Now, I know that's uh, ahead of a lot of people, but Trader, that's another one. You don't do it. How nice would it be if Swarm actually provided you some benefit as a previous loop to be able to to still participate? But, I mean, really, truthfully, at the end of the day, Swarm provides no benefit. Like, it's not even like oh. the Borg where you get the faction credits and the independent credits, you know, which independent credits probably, Trader, if I'm ranking the two independent credits, lower on the list for you than the actual faction credits, right? Wait, you'd need True. a trillion each pull or something for it to be valuable? <laughs> well, well, no, the, the faction credits, though, are always useful. Independent credits, you know, if I really need them, I mean, frankly, most of the officers that I have that need independent credits, I just don't have shards for yet. Mm -hmm. I'm swimming in independent credits, and I have so much left, I can do a conversion. And that's so. expensive, though. A lot of us can't. Oh, I, yeah. I did a conversion when I promoted 10 of 11, and that that's that, not cheap. That's not cheap. It was something over a million lat to to do that. So not everybody can do that with any kind of regularity. Uh, and I know still, even after doing that one, I still need tens of thousands of independent credits, which leads me back to why I'm not upset that hopefully the Borg event will come. But uh, you know, this mastery thing is is a cool concept, and I've spent some time developing and working on that idea because you know they they seem to be interested in that. The thing that concerns me about that is that it does appear to be something that's going to take time, Trader. That's a down the road idea, and and man, I really want something now. Which is why I thought the exos were a great idea, but that apparently seems a lot more involved. So um, you know, I I don't know. One thing that we did mention on the last show that Scopely did apparently seemingly take to heart, at least initially, Trader, was getting players to use 
ultra recruit tokens again, trying to work on those banks a little bit so that players may find uh, some value in those down the road. And Scopely may also find some value in those down the road in helping us with some material diversity spend. We've seen a couple of different ways to do that this month. Um, as a matter of fact, I suggested that we bring back that converter again this weekend as the Ducat packs are back up. Uh, it was not decided to do that again, although I would have really loved to have seen that trader. And I'm just curious how many people would have actually done that a second time. I know I sure would have. Uh, absolutely, I would have. So um, the, uh, the thing that, that I'm looking forward to in this upcoming month is hopefully, and again, I haven't seen it. So, you know, and, you know Groot says it was a terrible value. Here's the thing. If you're comparing shard for shard, I don't disagree, right? It was like what I think K21 did the loot uh, or, or did the uh, the um, conversion on it. It was like 400 shards to 40 shards or something. It was it was literally like a 10x thing. But you also have to look at what you're getting, right? Like trader, let me just let me just break this out. This leads to a, a topic that I've got in my show notes: decisions on Ducat. This is it. <laughs> this is the final weekend. Yeah. 18 hours left. Now. I am going to be in an, in an unusual situation, all right? I have not purchased any Ducat packs this month. As a matter of fact, I let the $199 pack go. I did not do it. I'm glad that I did let it go, Trader. I'm glad that I let it go because as missions and other IMSs and, and this and, and that have come around to present themselves this month and by the way I, I do spend money I did the conversion um but trader I have found myself and this this I don't know how many people find themselves in a in a boat like this I am currently holding 82 out of 100 shards now that puts me in a real tough predicament trader all right it is an interceptor strike team it is my pylum that I that is my lead PvP ship. And there is the Ducat packs again this month. See, this is what they do, trader. They <laughs> this is what they do. Now you're in a situation about whether or not to cap off. All right. And again, I know that a lot of people are not in this in this boat. Um I, I don't even honestly know where my where my eighty two came from. To be perfectly honest with you, Trader, I had kind of just resigned to the fact that I wasn't going to get it, you know? Okay. Um, well. But I'm close. And and here's the thing. If I were, for example, to, to look at a $100 pack, all right, that would get me my 10 shards, putting me at 92. But Trader, that means I would need eight shards out of the Legate Decree recruit. And I feel like that is, I feel like that would be a tall order. Eight shards because how many does that get? One hundred pack would get me, uh, would get me what? Eight pulls. I think it's eight yes. pulls. So yep. <laughs> I would I, need I eight shards I, out of the eight pulls, and I, I feel like it's possible, but I don't know. I, I got to tell you, I had not every single pull that I had have done. I have gotten Ducat shards always more than one see so I, I wasn't i wasn't that lucky on the four pulls that i got for free out of the ultra recruit i think i ended up with five shards but it, it didn't work out that way like really? on one of them was like a two or a three shard maybe uh that i had one pull where there was no shards so 
you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Captain Bull says, my polls were not good. My polls were also not good. See, look at Rao. Uh, Rao is in, in a very similar boat that I, uh, as I am with 80 out of 100 shards. And now we got to look, Rao. Is, it, it, is this crew worth $100 more? Because I'm going to guess, Rao, you got 80 either through some excellent RNG or you bought the $100 battle pass because that's what I did. Trader, I bought the $100 battle pass, which I assume is responsible for 25 of my shards. All right, sure. I guess. I, I assume that's where it came from. So that puts me at 82. Now, if, if I paid $100 for the battle pass trader, and if by some chance I was able to, to get eight shards out of that recruit pack, that would get me dull, uh, gold ducats unlock for you know a hundred dollars extra beyond what i would normally spend and i gotta wonder whether or not that's worth it on the other hand we look in the chat and wham says i don't know dj doesn't feel very worth it to me this crew does not appear to be standing up all right he shows us a screenshot just a moment ago which uh with wham with your permission i'll i'll throw down into the graphics room now granted this is somewhat of a specialty crew uh, here he is going up against uh, another pylum with Interceptor Crew. And uh, Wham is running Kang as captain, running Honor Guard Wharf, and then Yanog. Now, specialty crew, right, Trader? I mean, two of those officers yes. are anti-Interceptor. One is anti-Romulan, and then he's going for the crit. Honor Guard Wharf clearly you would think maybe one of the least effective of those three, just given what Gold Ducat does uh, and the lowering of the crit chance and the lowering of the crit damage, et cetera, et cetera. But you've got Yanog and you got Kang there doing extra damage on the shots that he is getting, doing extra damage to interceptors and extra damage towards Romulan ships. So you can see right there Wham being successful against pretty much an equal, looks like one tier up on him, um, on a pylum where they are running, indeed, full interceptor. Now, this does not appear, Trader, to be quite as potent as what the Battleship Strike Team was. You know, It is not quite as potent it's as not. the battle team, battle team, Battleship Strike Team. Battleship but Strike I Team. I still like it. I've gotten a lot of usage out of it. it it's, you know, and, and therein lies my thing, right? Like, even if it's not the absolute best right here at Tier 1, I have to look at these two rares and wonder if they are going to make this team better. Strike Team, Battleship Strike Team, was so stupid out of the box. Just so absolutely stupid right out of the box. And, and I have to wonder if they regret that. And that the Interceptor Strike Team was not as good out of the box, but has clear superiority down the road. We do typically see, Trader, that, that especially with the rare officers, that their value comes in Tier 3, Tier 4, Tier 5. Um, and, and I'm just wondering if Tier 1, Tier 2 is not necessarily the right spot for us to be using them. On the other hand, we have no idea what the sourcing is going to be like, and, and this is what Scopely banks on, Trader. FOMO is absolutely yes. driving me crazy. <laughs> Very right. true. FOMO has Very got me true. scared. FOMO's got me scared because I know, I, I feel, I don't know, I feel like $100 might get me a better-than-average shot at capping this officer off, but I still don't know that it would be my primary use right now. 
I don't know. I have a lot of people having mixed results with this thing. All right. So anyway. Does a lot of that come down to who attacks first? Like well, with the size of these ships and the multiples of the the shots per round, if you're getting your off first, is that making the difference? It's a good like question. That Wham's, you know, and I'm assuming Wham is the attacker in that one. It could if be. If he was the defender, it would have been a completely different outcome. See, and this, you look at the chat right now, Trader, and this is what's so interesting. This is the exact same argument I'm having for, you know, inside my own head. All right. Graduated says you're not missing out. Wood Cannon says don't do it. Um, Space Trex, on the other hand, Jason saying, uh, uh, G, G, Skeez it? <laughs> Skeezer? I'm just going to cry. Yeah, what's up, Skeezer? Uh, looking at that. Moon Knight saying the same thing. DJ, you got to pile them. You're crazy to pass it up. And and that's the thing, right, Trader? Decisions yeah. on Ducat. And this is why I'm worried. Can I just be straight with you, Rip? Or, uh, Trader, can I, can I just rip <laughs> this Band-Aid off? Yes. I find myself in the uncomfortable position between choosing what might be better for my account or sending a message to Scopely. <laughs> you know, and again, yeah. my own pack, my own pack doesn't make a difference. My pack doesn't doesn't move the needle for Scopely. All right? But if me and 10,000 other people decide, you know what? It wasn't worth it this month. The month doesn't deserve the, the extra spend this month. You know, I said the same thing last month, Trader, and I, and I caught flack for it, and I thought about it afterwards, and I'm like, okay, you know, the things that I did benefited me, but then we look at who, who showed this message earlier. Uh, who showed the screenshot of Scopely's game revenue for the month of September? It's kind of disgusting, wasn't it? And I don't, mean dis- yeah. I don't mean disgusting in the sense of, you know, they shouldn't make money. Obviously, I want them to make money, but in, a, in an arc that was so plagued with so many problems, they actually had a pretty daggone good month. $6 million in revenue last month uh, per the chart. I was surprised I, by the Yahtzee one. I, I don't know if anybody... <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is that all re-rolls? Where, where is that chart? Can somebody show it. me? Can somebody show me that chart? We'll put it in the graphics room. Uh, it was all of Scopely's oh, games. Uh, Scrab- Scrabble Go made $200,000 last month, Karkin. All right, that was pretty exciting. Um, <laughs> yeah, Scrabble Go made $200,000 last go. month. Uh, as a matter of fact, in the month of September, folks, Scopely made more money on Star Trek Fleet Command than they did on Marvel Strike Force, which doesn't... It, like, those are their two big moneymakers, Trader, and it's back and forth, depending on the month. Sometimes uh, Marvel Strike Force wins out. Sometimes Scopely wins out. This time, it was indeed uh, Star Trek Fleet Command that did 50% more than Marvel Strike Force. Now, let's talk about why that is. Why is that? It also had less downloads. Yeah, 60% fewer people downloading the game, but 50% more revenue uh, in the game. Now, Trader, why would that be? This is what we talk about when Scopely uh, takes a move or makes a move that we feel targets or monetizes the top 2-3% of the game. Reputation is a big thing. They sold reputation. I bet you they made a lot of money on those packs. Oh, I would agree. Absolutely agree. Which means it came in the last couple of days 
And it came as a, you know, what we called last month, a, a move that reeked of desperation. But Bubba came on and said, hey, they are going to make their money. They're going to. It's going to happen. Because they, if they're not, they're going to do what they can do to get people to buy. This month, the Treasury for me, Trader, was a no-brainer. Now, I buy the Treasury most months, but it was a no-brainer for me this month as a Pylum owner. No-brainer. 16,000 G4 Uncommon Crystal came in my pack, Trader. That's not bad. Very helpful for your Pylum. Yup. Sure is. Sure is. All right. The parts, everything. Fantastic. What is my Ducat now? Un, uh, not locked. Or locked. Not unlocked. Locked up. 82 out of 100. Okay. So that is... That's that's what I I worry about. Do I look out for me, trader, mm. or do I send the message that this is not the kind of monetization that I want? This is Blue not the kind of sourcing. A, Blue and McSurgeon both bring up good points. First, Blue says that wasn't September a bunch of whale uh, whales buying up starbase packs to make sure their starbases are shinier. <laughs> I don't. I honestly whales. don't think that was it. I don't think that <laughs> well, was actually not the starbase. Wait, what? You spent on the Starbase? No. No. Remember they had the packs that had the Starbase speed-ups, but they were a station pack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That had the... I was buying those because I needed the station packs, and why not? Um, But McSurgeon has a good point. You know, he's saying that, you know, wait for incursions. You won't see any other crew. If you want to be effective in PvP, you got to have it. And I would tend to agree um, that that's going to be the case. I know. I mean, and, it's a it's a made a crew now, and I know it's what it's going to be. And G Squizzit says it takes more than just one person not spending for them to care, and and you're exactly right. But I've got a kind of a big stick. I got a loud voice. Yeah. It's a booming voice, yeah. and and you know, not I, I would never, never, ever, ever come out and tell anybody <laughs> what they should or shouldn't do. But when when I Listen, Scopely has a lot of conversations with me, Trader. They listen to me on a lot of things, and they blatantly ignore me on a lot of things. And, and that's fine. I, I, don't, I don't run this game, and I, I am grateful that they give me the opportunity to sound off directly. Okay? I do appreciate that. But, man, then, you know, sometimes we still see decisions that are not just not kosher. <laughs> you know, I don't really know any You're other way to put it. I don't know any other way to research. put it. We're going to need to, you know, videos and stuff. You, you just got to get them. Oh, thanks. Let alone the other things. Yeah, thanks, Karkin. Appreciate that. Um, Johnny Five says, "Will you be able to get Ducat shards in the newly announced Incursion store?" DJ, I don't know. <laughs> That's a very good question. All right, it's a very good question. I don't know. All right. Um, when they made the announcement, and and here's another thing, Trader. Let's start to tie all these ends together. Echo comes out uh, this past week and announces that Incursions will be the free-to-play sourcing for the Mantis BPs. You know... <laughs> or 196. I've got problems with this on multiple levels. All right? First, I was having a conversation with a Scopely staffer about this very thing. It's bad enough with the subspace relay building trader. Okay? When servers have a buy, they are literally unable to progress in that building, okay? So that when they go up against another server, 
let's let's look at 192 for example. All right, let's say that they've played in three out of the four, and they get paired up against a server that has played in four out of the four. Trader, how's that appropriate? All right, now you're going to take yeah. the free to play. What is the deal with that anyway? What is the deal with the buy? I mean, isn't they don't they can't find a way to make even number servers? Well, no, I mean not without merges. All right, which well, why, you why just can't merge you do that? them? Right. I don't disagree. <laughs> I'll disagree. Yeah, Make it so nobody should really have a buy. Getting, they're really getting screwed. I mean, they honestly, are. Just and now, screwed. now that snowball is getting larger. Yeah. Now that snowball is larger. If 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 one ninety two is put on a buy, and there was somebody who didn't buy the mantis, then now if they have a buy, now they're a whole month behind in free to play sourcing. All right. Now they're a month behind in in uh, acquiring strike team shards, and we don't know what strike team. I would presume, Trader, uh, that Ducat's not going to be in there. It's too new. All right, could be. That would be great if he was. But I'm going to assume that this is going to be Battleship Strike Team. All right. That's my assumption. Too. That would be my assumption. Yeah. Okay. But but the thing is, this is fundamentally imbalanced like this there's no difference which may be the problem trader there's no difference in this and putting two servers together that are on different evolutionary cycles this is no different than putting two servers together where one has unlocked ascension and the other one hasn't correct and i would say that that's a fundamental problem that needs to be equated as such but scopely has demonstrated no problem with the equity and and fair sportsmanship of those other two scenarios to date. Now, we did get our cross-server solo leaderboard. Is anybody has anybody done the research or are they just resigned to the fact that your server's probably screwed again? You know, this is this is where it it I'm it makes me take a deep breath, trader, because this gets reported month after month after month after month. And there's no obvious reply. So let me ask you, community. I know that you guys have seen the server that you're paired up against. I know that you guys have probably at least looked into it. Um, Can anybody show me definitive evidence that they're paired up against a server that is either on a different evolutionary cycle or is locked behind Ascension where you are or are not? Are there any bad pairings out there? Because... I will say that we do say this month after month after month after month. That doesn't mean that they haven't looked at it. They just haven't responded to me on it, Trader. But I would love to think that this was the month where they got it right. I would love to think think that this was the month we got it right. I don't know. Ooh, I'm not optimistic. With all the hype to put in the DS9, they would think that'd be true. <laughs> well, I, I I am highly skeptical. You know, here's here's the interesting thing, Trader. All right, now Scopely, I, I, this is abstract data. You don't like abstract. You like numbers and spreadsheets. But I'm just going to make an observation, if I may, Trader. In the chat right now, nobody has bothered researching their opponent. Look in the chat. Nobody, Tactics. Nobody even freaking cares. That's my cares. server. No, nobody cares. 
Good luck. I'm sure you guys are going to trounce us. We are 0-1-4, so, you know, that's how it goes. We're going to get our butts kicked yet again by yet another server. <laughs> However, I am going to find Arian's base and, and say hello just, just for shits and giggles. There oh. you go. Look what Medic says. Who cares Sorry. anymore? Star Ocean says, uh, we did a little. All right. Uh, <laughs> Server 16 says, we have scouted yours, DJ. And I'm not saying, but you know what? 12 and, uh, wait, uh, 16 and 15, right? Now, 16 and 15? That's an appropriate match. Honestly, that's an appropriate match. You know, Bubba told me last time that that I've got, you know, um, pie-in-the-sky mentality when it comes to incursions because we've had good matchups. We are with the right evolution. We're with the right scaling. We're with the right age of server. Like, we've had good matchups. Not everybody has done that. All right? So, I tell you what. Let's do this. Let's do this very quickly. You guys, just throw your, your matchups in the chat, all right? Server v. Server. Trader, because I should be able to look at, at most of these and kind of determine if they're close to the same evolution. And by the way, I don't even care about winning records right now. I just want to see evolutionary positions. 14 versus 12. Okay, that's appropriate. 41 versus 35. Little bit of a gap there, Trader, but, but not terrible. Both of those are opened up to Ascension. Barkman, I would be curious what the evolutionary stages are on 41 and 35. Look into that. Get back to me. I want to know. 31 versus 26, completely appropriate. 153 and 134, probably also appropriate. Double check on the evolutionary cycle. Seems to be okay. 8 and 28, perfectly fine. 52 and 57, should be okay. Should be there, Dragon Keeper. I would be... I would be curious. Those are later generations of servers. I'd be curious where 57 stands up on evolution to 52. 31 and 26, appropriate. 32 and 34, appropriate. 179 and 184, 20 and 30. 133 and 137, 10 versus 13. 44 versus 49. Maybe 84 versus 85, 20 versus 30. Trader, maybe they got it. Maybe maybe they got the maybe they finally got the clue. Yeah, Seven, I, I, seventy-eight and eighty-three. Yeah. Very young servers, very young servers, but probably on the same evolutionary cycle. But both of those servers, very very young. Forty and forty-two, twenty-nine and twenty-seven. Well, golly, uh, MG, MG maybe, maybe is saying he's he's on seventy and they're matched with seventy-two. Apparently, seventy has G five, but seventy-two does not. So I don't. All right. So put that one in my PM. Put that one in my PM and let me look. Because even 70 through 72 sounds appropriate for evolutionary cycle. But again, ascension would be a piece of that. Okay. Uh, and I don't know what the ascension cutoffs are. All right. But these actually don't look terrible, Trader. Maybe they finally took a closer look at this. We've been screaming about it for months. All right, these don't look that awful, guys. Golly, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe they finally figured it out. I don't know. I wish Ripper were here because he, he would know more about it. All right. Now, Tony Rome says, is it sure that cross-server solo leaderboard matches the incursion servers? Not always. For typical, like, okay, there's two different kinds of cross-server solo leaderboard. There's ones that just happen. Okay, um, and then there is the incursion prep. Incursion prep 
should be the server you're going up against. By the way, very quickly, if your incursion prep auction has three servers in it, then you probably are on a buy. Just throwing that in there. Okay, we discovered that a couple of months ago, Trader. If there are three servers in your incursion prep, then there is a high degree of likelihood you are not uh, going to be playing an incursion because you can only play one server versus one server. Uh, Wood Cannon says, but who? Well, last time, last time they ran the three oddball servers, Trader. Remember, they had one US, one APAC, and one EU that all played each other in the cross-server leaderboard, and they all three got a buy. So um, now, here's the thing. Incursions I find to be fun. I know a lot of people don't, um, and a lot of people do. The fact that Mantis is now sourced via incursions kind of tells me that Scopely would like to bolster those numbers a little bit, Trader. <laughs> well, you know, okay. we were, I don't know if you remember back in July when we were talking before the first incursion ran. And, you know, my, I, I think my exact words were something along the lines of, I, I'm, I'm, I want to be excited about this. I want to be engaged about it. It's a new mechanic. You know, you get to fight someone from a different server, not the same people, you know, and, you know, it's just boring to do anything with them any longer. You know, so it's just new. It's engaging content. And then it turned into just humping bases and finding the one idiot whale who can't read or, you know, doesn't care. And, and you know, it, that's what it's turned into. Mm -hmm. it, one base, one big base determines... And unfortunately, on my server, we've had several big bases every single incursion. Yeah. The same person in a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. Of yeah, that's that's happened. It becomes, um, it becomes fun. I do know that they have had conversations with me about other hooks that we can use. And maybe this would be an appropriate thing to talk about today. It wasn't really something I'd planned on. Uh, but maybe a little bit later in the show, we can come back and discuss this, Trader. Um well, you know what? I'll tell you what. No, let's let's just do it now. We've got we got about thirty minutes on the clock. Uh, maybe we can even open the stage. All right, totally off base from what I planned on doing. I really wanted to focus on the Bajoran store today, uh, Trader, because I've done some math and some graphics and analytics and and good stuff for you guys on that. But since incursions uh, just were announced and people are are emotional about that and the fact that the Mantis is there and the fact that I fundamentally agree, by the way, that servers on a buy have a massive, massive disadvantage. Now, you're talking strike team officers and Mantis Blueprints, Trader. It's not just yes. subspace relay parts anymore. You're literally setting a server behind by an entire month if you do this, which is why I suggested sub-events. I mean, golly, we're not, we're not a stranger to sub-events. This month, for, for half the game population, you got sub-events. All right, if you were 34 and down, you got sub-events about it, uh, you know, all, all this month. And, and I'm getting, you know, concerned, right? Well, hey, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, incursions and, and the event rewards should surround incursions. My, my position on that, I think, is simple. If they don't have an opportunity at incursions, then how do they have an opportunity at the rewards? And and we have they long don't. we have long argued about opportunity. 
You know, I yes. even I even pushed back against Karkin a little bit on the last show regarding the the Armada event, but got to thinking about it more in depth afterwards. We look at Event Store here uh, two months ago. I died on that hill. Opportunity. Opportunity. You know, Karkin, I still don't know that I, I disagree uh, with with what you had the opportunity to earn. Um, given what the event required of you, but maybe does that just mean that the event was bored to begin with? I agreed with your, like the amount of effort we put in. Yeah. We got more than the rewards. That was fine. But you had a really solid point of the other opportunity. You're right. You had a solid point. The one and took away the other. You had a solid point, which is traders. Something that, that people probably thought my, my head was spinning off because two months ago, I was screaming the exact same thing. Buy the Mantis or not buy the Mantis, but everybody deserves the same opportunity at loot. Yeah. Well, and Texas Aggie brings up a good point here. Now, the basically what they're doing by linking the Mantis to incursions is they're forcing players who don't want to PvP. They're just PvE players, they're grinders, whatever. It's going to force them to to PvP now. Well, let's think it's about. It's going to be interesting if that actually is going to incentivize them, or if they're just going to give Scope with the middle finger now. Well, let's talk about where we're likely to see this currency. Okay, um, it's a, it's going to be an event store, right? And let's look at the events that we've had. All right, the events that we've had do center around PvP, uh, but they're they're the solo milestones are relatively simple, right? The solo milestones are simple. They're they're damage based, um, you know. Not that I Possibly encourage this. Time wise, not that I encourage this. But you know, hey, that that whole you know, if you really don't want to do this, find yourself a partner, and the Leslie thing probably gets it done in one attack. Okay, now I I don't you know I don't like that. I don't encourage it. But I have said in the past, the game lets you do it. If there is something that you really truthfully don't like, something you really need to do something else on, time crunch or otherwise, trader, do what you got to do. There's no judgment here. I personally don't do it, but but there ain't no judgment here. If those <laughs> event store currencies pop up in in a solo milestone, then do what you got to do. You know, I mean, it's no different than doing a, a faction hunt or a swarm Sunday. You hate it right? Mm, yes. You hate it, but you do it for the rewards. So we're not <laughs> or, or not. All right. But if you don't have a mantis, don't have your strike team capped off. Oh man. Garkin, I forgot the news. Dang, gone. <laughs> I was waiting for a moment to interject. And, it's and trader's fault. We just started talking. She just sucked <laughs> me into incursions. <laughs> Trader is like, listen, incursions are coming. Aren't you all excited? Yay, incursions! And, uh, yay, G6! Woo! Yeah! We hit it before the first break, right? We'll go from the news to the break. That explains your extra you half hour. You can't see it, <laughs> uh, right. DJs, but there is a gesture being pointed in your general direction. <laughs> yes, fly, little birdie, fly. All right. Um, yes! <laughs> you know, so here's the thing. Let's let's think about um, what where this stuff is, is likely to come. Now, do I think it's going to show up in leaderboards? Sure. Okay. I'm sure it is. But I also think that it's it's probably very likely that you're going to get some in, in these solo milestones. I halfway wonder, Trader, if we're going to see 
some some differences this month. All right, and I don't even necessarily mean necessarily in the in the style of events, but there's only really four solo milestones, right? And then there's three leaderboards. That's it. That's why most of us are are most of us are stuck in a position where you know your subspace platform or a subspace relay building is really not that well developed because there's very limited opportunity to to earn the stuff. And so that also has me a little bit concerned is, you know, how much are they going to value this event store loot trader? Because it's giving away what seems to be highly valuable stuff. Strike team officer shards, Mantis blueprints. Does that mean you're going to have to choose between that and your subspace relay building? Does that mean that that you can get two strike team officer shards or or five Mantis BPs per run? We don't know any of this. To be completely fair, I'm I'm stoking a fire, but we don't know any of this information yet. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 can't know how it's going to pan out. We could be very pleasantly surprised, Trader. I mean, how great would it be if we could walk with 10 epic shards and, and 30 blueprints uh, to, to a mantis <laughs> after one? I mean, we, we just don't know. Oh, if you're shooting for the moon, shoot for 50. <laughs> oh, DJ. We don't know. What Exactly what have they ever done in any event store ever that would give any of us the hope that that's – that they will source this in any kind of a reasonable manner. Well, here's I'm the thing. S- I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm not saying that you're wrong, okay? But I have we have seen certain events pay out better than other things in the past. All right. Uh I I just and and here's th- here's the thing though. It's a once a month thing. So, how long can you really time gate this thing? I mean, truthfully, we said, and and I've been very, very clear with Scopely, all right? I've been very, very clear with Scopely that that if you're going to take six months, or in this case, four months, to release a free-to-play path, it can't be an 18-month path. It just can't. Not when you've got such incredibly important PBE officer sourcing behind this loop. That's very, that's very true. All right. And events. So, and and listen, for the record, for the record, I'm not saying 30 blueprints and, and 10 officer shards. And I'm not saying that that's all that should come, but, but this one has to be balanced really carefully. This can't be balanced like a typical weekly or monthly event. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like the, the balance on this is going to have to be really, really careful. On the other hand, maybe, maybe it's going to be set up very similarly to Borg. How many, uh, how many Vidar skin blueprints can you get in one run of Borg? I think it's 15. 15. Well, I think that's the limit, but I don't think that's free-to-play acquisition. No, uh, I honestly don't know what you can get. I just know it says limit 15. I know there's so. a limit 15, but I'm not sure. Sh- can you guys actually get 15 in one month? Now, if, if that's the case, if that's the case, then... then I, for the Mega Cube. Yeah, listen, just, if that's the case, I, I don't know. I don't know that I could be super fussy with that. You know, if you could get like 15. It looks like the chat is saying five, between five and eight. The Depending. Seven seems to be the 
kind of the average. And see, Cosmic Cleanup gives 10 a week. See, that that's what I'm saying. Like, there, there's just, we got to, there has to be some careful balancing here. The, the Mantis can't be an 18 month. How many shards does it take to build that ship? 120? I don't even remember. Let me go look I, at my ship carousel. Hold on. I think it's 100. It's 100. So, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't feel like 10 months. And that's if they even do 10. It is 100 blueprints. Uh, if you did 10 in one incursion, then that's 10 months. And God forbid you're a server that lands on a buy once or twice. You're looking at a year. I just well, and what about the servers that are the perma the perma buys? How are they supposed to get it? Well, there's nobody on a permanent buy. But well, now there's a couple of APAC servers that in, in five runs now have already received two buys. That stinks. You know? I mean, and and that, so that just sets them back so badly. Yeah. I, and again, again, let me be super clear. I don't know what it looks like. All right. They could very much they they could surprise me. It could be better than than what we're thinking. Listen, if it came out and it was ten Mantis blueprints or, you know, some officer shards, I I don't I don't know if we can be super fussy about that. But if it's if it's something like three blueprints or five blueprints, I, I just don't know. Maybe maybe we're having this conversation prematurely. But it is something that we gotta think about. Right? Like how are they going to to throw this in? And with it being a singular 24-hour event, I, I know what the, what the argument's going to be, right? Well, it's only one day, and I get that. So I'm not asking for 30 blueprints for one day's worth of effort. But the thing is, if that's your primary method of sourcing, it's just simply not frequently enough. I got to be honest with you. I, I'm disappointed, if I'm just being straight up with you. I'm extremely disappointed that this is the manner in which you chose to source the Mantis. It's actually kind of ridiculous, to be frank. Okay? You need something in which it can be more available, probably in a, in a quicker fashion. Yeah, adding it to Cosmic Cleanup, that's what Steven Zerd suggests. That uh, yeah. makes perfect sense. I, yeah, but I... They already have a Mantis store set up. Why couldn't they add it to that? Well, the Mantis store, you don't get until you have the Mantis. But, but... Um, I, I open it up early. I also do understand that cosmic cleanup is getting really loaded. All right. It, it's really, really loaded. Uh, and, and it shouldn't be the 100% source all for everything, for, you know, for all time. You got to think about newer players. I, I feel like we forget about that too often. All right. Newer players who join this game are now seeing five different ships in Cosmic Cleanup. They already had uh, their first year of content. Can't they add that at ops levels? Huh? Can't, can't they ops level regulate that? Well, it's already ops level so regulated. Some... It's already okay, ops so level regulated. But, is not... but I think what I'm saying is even if you had someone that joined the game and, and they did make it to level 20 inside a month or two months or whatever, whatever it's going to be. I mean, you've got a year's worth of ships to pick up in Cosmic Cleanup as it stands. I, I got to be honest with you. I am not a fan of continuing to bloat Cosmic Cleanup either. All right? Which is why I was pleased to hear that they were trying to develop something different for the Mantis, but I don't know that it's a once-a-month kind of thing. Unless it's going to hand out a reasonable monthly allowance. But this is where I grow concerned, Trader. I grow concerned. There should with, be at least twenty shards that should that can be sourceable by the players for it to be 
any good, well, in my opinion. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I mean, I just don't know. You know, maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm I'm prematurely concerned. But I, I don't. I don't. History know. makes your concerns valid. <laughs> I just. I. You know. This is not my. This would not have been my chosen path. To be perfectly honest with you, I would have just as soon preferred to see like an away team assignment for it. To be honest with you, Trader. All right. I would have preferred to see that than I would see sourcing an incursion. Now I know narratively it makes sense, right? It's a PVP ship. You can't. You can't sting a PVE hostile. Like it's all about PVP. I get that. But then you look at what you're sourcing with the Mantis, and it's PVE officers. All right? So, you, I mean, you've already started down this road. You've already set the precedent that you need the PVP ship to get the PVE abilities. So, incursions narratively make sense, but you're going to have to dangle it. You're, it's going to have to be a nice, good-sized carrot. Even if it's just the SMSs that players are going to come out and play in, so be it, right? So be it. You got to get out there. You earn the event store loot. You earn the blueprints. But you still had one day, one event. So how long is it going to take? And that's where I grow concerned. Now, hopefully hopefully they don't take this as an excuse to run incursions more than once a month now. I don't know. I I. I I think they heard that feedback in the very first month. Like that that was it was too much. Now, you know what, Trader? Maybe I'm maybe I'm approaching this all wrong. Maybe this is the permanent sourcing. Maybe it is only five. Maybe it is only ten. But, you know, hey, we do know that December should bring us an event store. Uh maybe there'll be an opportunity to fast track that there. And really, truthfully, only players who are downloading this game between, you know, maybe right now in December are the only ones that are going to have to rely on incursions down the road. Maybe that, maybe truthfully, it's not so ill thought out after all. If players are able to do what they can do in incursions and then use the event store to finish it off, maybe you're looking at a two to three month delay and then everyone should have their free to play Mantis. In which case, I probably won't be fussy at that point. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if they are, if the blueprints are a reasonable price in the event store, which typically the event store, those ships are not wildly crazy. Not to mention, Blazed says, don't forget, some players are still going to have 50 leftover blueprints from the $20 battle pass. Also true. Maybe, maybe I just need to woo-saw it for a second, Trader, and take a look. We know that sourcing is coming. We don't know what it looks like, but... As Steven Zaren typically points out, this isn't the only path. We will have an what, event. What store. if they took a what if they took a flash pass once and instead of putting officers in, then they put the ship blueprints in? Well, that's another potential. Mantis and maybe something else. Uh, that's sure. That's an idea. All I'm saying is maybe we just need to woo on and wait to see what it looks like. I know that there's players that are going to have concerns about this. Players are going to say, well, I don't like incursions. I don't want to play incursions. Well, incursions may not be the only path. You, we have the event store. You might have 50 blueprints already. So well, I guess we'll just have to see, Trader. Now, that brings up my yeah. next question. Right now, all we know about incursions is raiding. What if there was something else? If you, Trader, let's start with you, if you mm -hmm. were going to change 
incursions. If you were going to add some variety, some spice in your incursion life, what event or events would you like to see rotated in and out of the mix? Is there a benefit? Now, somebody suggested this to me. Uh, not suggested it to me, but we were having a discussion about this, and somebody brought up an Armada event on the Incursion server. Now, me personally, I think that's a terrible idea. All right? I'll tell you why. I mean, I understand the diversity, but A, there's too many Armada events, and B, to to do that literally just invites people killing your Armadas. <laughs> right? Like, if you're, if you're going to have an event to to do Armadas on an Incursion server... Their one and only goal is going to be for people to blow those things up. That's going to cost you money. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously, that is the point, though, right? It is war. Let me ask, yeah. Trader, how do you like the idea of an Armada disruption style of event? Because i, I got to be honest with you, I would personally <laughs> probably like it, but I think, like, I think that would be just universally hated. I'm already in the middle of disrupting Armada, so it would be no different than the normal day. <laughs> I think Bubba would love that. You think? Oh my god, no. I think people would no. like, people would flip a nut. Not at all. <laughs> my god. Oh my god, like the screaming and the yelling and the gnashing of teeth, I can... I can hear it now. Oh, it would be amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. It would yeah. be amazing. <laughs> oh, God. The hate mail would be extreme. See, this is this is very much like this is very much like typical PvP anyway. Like, you either love it or you hate it, right? Like, look at the chat. The chat's actually very di divided on that. Uh, Mimi says, if they give out a bajillion Tetrions. No, and I'll tell you why I don't like that, okay? Now, shout out IJ, shout out Wardod. We tried to do a Twitch stream this past week, Trader. Um, and, and Tetrions made it literally impossible to play. You know, like, obviously, yeah. they, they, set, they set their sights on disrupting me. They did. They were successful. I was also successful. I was able to complete my objective, but it was obviously extremely difficult. It was a good time. Uh, frustrating, I'm sure, on both sides. Fun had on both sides, but Tetrions, th this is why you have a cap, <laughs> right, Trader? Because you yes. shouldn't be able to do it unlimited forever because then there's just no strategy in it. So, no, sending out know, a bajillion, cloak, so. sending out a bajillion Tetrions, uh, I feel like is, is, you know, no bueno um, for, for both sides of the aisle, okay? Um, that being, I mean, because then you couldn't disrupt anything. Right, you couldn't disrupt anything, um, and and yes, I kind of agree, Penguin. That's why I was saying. That's why I pointed out in the meeting, like, you know, you lose directives without the Armada ever even going off. Like that can become expensive, right? That can become pretty pretty tough. So, uh, wow, some of you guys say you have twenty thousand Tetrions. Good God, from what? I think I've got like a thousand or something, but but I did use a lot the other. I, the uh, uh, battle pass. They're not using them, apparently. Elite battle pass gave a bunch. Regular battle pass gave a large chunk, uh, and recently, I believe an event gave a large mm. chunk. Well, I mean, for some reason, it is funny. Large chunks for something that that most of us hated a year ago. There seems to be a lot of adoption of using it, trader. All right, and this is this is one of those times where it's it's. It pains me to say, but it might have been one of those things that Scopely got right, even though we all fussed about it. 
y'all are using your cloaks. Okay, right, IJ? <laughs> so, shout out Wardod, all right? Y'all using your cloaks. All right? So, um, and, and the fact that they're giving more and you guys are using more now with the solo armadas and so forth. So, you know. Um, anyway, uh, that's that's my thing. So, Trader, what, what would you see? I, I the, the armada event came up. I don't know that I'm a big fan. What do you think? What would you like to see cycled into an event load? For uh, if, if you don't want it to be just writing, what can you do that is still somewhat somewhat war oriented? Because that's what incursions are. It is war. What can you do that's that uh, is different? Oh, tough question. I don't know. I honestly don't know. What about you guys? Mining. What? Shut that filthy mouth. Shut that no, filthy mouth! <laughs> no, and no, no, and no, no, no. Whoever, whoever said no, gonna find you and veto you power. <laughs> Maybe you didn't let him finish. Maybe it was mining and attacking miners Ugh. that are mining, mining and attacking miners that are mining. You know, get the bait out there and then get the people attacking. You know what? Maybe that's where he was. We're going. doing right now. Duval says, I love attacking miners. <laughs> oh, God. Now, <laughs> Snake Eyes is hanging out. He's like, capture the capture the miner. He's saying capture the flag, but it, it can be with miners. Oh, God. I don't, I don't know about all miners, man. Miners. Oof. And yeah, you know, that's a bad even, idea. Even truthfully, automated defenses could have made that interesting. Except you can see it. Yeah. By the way, Ripper and I came out here and told you that that was a bug. All right, we did because they told us that it wouldn't be able to be seen, yet we still have it. Hasn't been fixed. And now they're like, well, do you think players like it better that you can see it? No! <laughs> what? Why is Maybe that we'll even a question? Why is that even a question? Is it better because if we people leave are it? stupid? Sorry. I, I'm sorry. <sighs> Why is that even a question? Oh, I can't even begin to tell you. Uh, be, because people don't have the brain cells that God gave. Why, a fruit, Why a fruit is that even a question? Like, first of all, if you leave it visible, you're going to get situations like this player who says, I thought it would be fun, and I purchased it just so I could get retribution on the enemies who kill my miners. When it's active, I have received zero, received zero hits. They just avoid it. Now, that in and of itself, let me put myself on a griefing server. That in and of itself may be worth it, trader. To actually mine in peace? Maybe that's what they're thinking. But that certainly doesn't feel like that was the intent of the product. But if you got automated defenses and nobody hits you when it's active, maybe that's the benefit of the product in the first place. Ain't nobody going to mess with you. You got like a three-hour, quote-unquote, minor peace shield. No, they'll just send the biggers. <laughs> well, maybe. Your, your ship's not going to stop no... I don't even know the names of the ships. Someone toss out a big name ship. <laughs> Sanctus. <laughs> yeah. Sanctus. Corvus. Dideridex. Steve. 
So huh? you'll still die. It'll just be in the bigger ships. Yeah, maybe. All right. You won't get those lucky I don't know. ones who didn't know. I don't know. I mean, like seriously, what what is what what do you guys think? Let me ask about that. I mean, I, I, again, I had nothing prepared today. Actually, I did. We're just completely off the rails, Trader, but, you know, whatever. That's normal. <laughs> uh, we, we got eight minutes left in this segment that I should be filling with stupid news, but it's all right. We'll come back. <clears throat> um, just another Sunday. And just another Sunday. What is it that – that? let me circle back to the question, okay, uh, for incursions. All right. What other styles of event? I'll even open the stage. I'll give you guys ten minutes. Ten minutes. If you raise your hand, I'll bring you up. You got 30 seconds. Pitch your idea for incursions. What event do you want to see to spice up your life in incursions? Or, I mean, because here's the, at at the end of the day, tons of investment, Trader. Tons of technology. Tons of time went into this thing. They want players to, to use it. They're clearly incentivizing you now with the highly coveted strike team and the highly coveted Mantis which has highly coveted free-to-play, uh, sorry, not free-to-play, but highly coveted uh, uh, Strange New World sourcing and PvE sourcing. So they're putting the value there. What is it that's going to make you want to or be willing to engage? If, by the way, you're a player who doesn't already. Me personally, I'm going to do it. I love it. Trader, you like killing things, all right? Your server's not been super successful, but I'm sure that you're killing things, right? You you kill things. Oh, yes. You're killing things. Yep. Players who are enjoying it are going to be fine with this. They're, the, honestly, Trader, do you, do you personally have problems with them sourcing strike team in incursions? Um, if not as a general proposition, it's going to depend on exactly how they do it um, because it has the potential to make it so that only the spenders can win those shards. Well, that's why it's got to be in, in solo milestones, which I'm sure it will be. It's event store currency. It's going to have to be across the board. Um, you know, it'll be in solo milestones. It'll be in the leaderboards. You'll get more in a leaderboard, but it'll be in the solo milestones. So if PvP ain't your thing, Esclasico, server 73, what kind of event? 30 seconds. What kind of event do you want to see incorporated into incursions? Look, I think they have some very nifty exos that only show up during incursions, mm-hmm. and there's no incentive to use them. There's no scoring that can help your server. Um, you have the impulse feed, you have the extra loot that actually helps a lot with you know some of the grinding that we have issues with. But you can only have it during incursions, but using them doesn't help your server. So I would think that events that either encourage the usage of those exos and either docking materials, docking, you know, anything, probes, docking exchange codes, anything that helps you and helps people get out um, will be very good. Because I feel like if you're not very interested, you just, you know, pop up the 24-hour shield and the rest of the server is just trying to look out for whoever didn't do that and forgot about incursions. I actually like that idea, Trader. Thank you, Esclasico. We've seen events great in the idea. past. That's a great idea. The docking event. If you are going to do a mining event, then do make a docking. I love that concept. Uh, we've seen that with Isogen, so that's good. But you know what? There, there are event hooks that we've used in the past, Trader. Um, he brings up the idea, not necessarily, guys, just to pop the XO, but what if you got a kill? with an exo like we've seen those hooks before too trader and that could be pve and pvp right kill somebody with an with a combat exo 
or or do PVE with uh, with a Galaxy XO. We've got those events now. That's actually not a bad idea. I like that. That's something that could even be simple. Could even yep. be simple yep. because that's those are hooks that already exist in the game. S Classico, love the idea. Uh, Server eleven, Spectre, sixty seconds, go. Just have a just a, a comments on PV on how we can get um, everyone uh, actually participating in incursions and not feel like they're going to get whacked by G five. What about an N plus one and N minus one PVP kind of tiering system? Not just for incursions, but also you know to fix the PVP in the game. Anyway, love your show, DJs and everyone else. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Spectre. The The biggest problem you're going to have with that kind of limiting are, is going to be, and I know it's going to sound crazy, but it's going to be on players like Trader, players like Bubba, where you have very, very unpopulated segments. I, I am not in disagreement. Even Trader has come out and said, PvP banding has got to be tighter. It's got to be better. Absolutely. But... The problem on the other side of that same coin, I don't think anybody disagrees fundamentally it should be tighter, but then you've got players that literally won't have anybody to play with either on. V Ready is not on the stage right now. He was earlier. I don't know where he went, but he has said, like, when he was doing incursion against another server, there was literally nobody in his bracket. Nobody. He could not do the event because there was nobody on the other server that was in his bracket. Same for poker player. Look, down there, nobody in the bracket. That is a problem. And if you limit PvP bracketing even more. Now, that does bring back the conversation that we had, what, a year or two ago, Trader, about ship-dependent PvP abilities. But I don't think Scopely's there yet. I don't think they – because th- that's a great idea, right? Where Solves a lot of problems. He'd be able to come down and fight other augers. That's right. Like, if you if you were going to fly an auger, you could hit plus one and pl- a minus one shipyard level. Uh, I don't mean shipyard level, but, like, one type. So, like, if you fly an auger, you could fight G4 uncommons down to G3 rares. If you bring uh, Kelvin, you could fight G4 rares down to G3 epics. That solves a ton of problem in this game. But Scopely has never come out and done that. And it also, by the way, does de-incentivize players like Trader investing heavier into top-end ships because then they don't get to use them. You know, so you've got, you got that problem too. It's a great idea. It does solve a lot of problems. It still creates a problem or, or doesn't solve the problem that we've got now with the high-end players not being able to come down and play. Um, Zandy, server 12, 60 seconds. Go... AJ, thanks for having me. Um, well, you know what? It's just really simple. You know, have something that everybody can do. You know, bring back the baby jelly free for all or the disco free for all. You know, those are fun. Everybody can hit anybody. You know, it's just a matter of crewing and uh, research and all that. It depends on um, if you're going to beat him or not. Get points for winning. Get points for losing. Everybody can have fun. Can I ask a question real quick? And and I know that Scopely is going to cringe when I make this suggestion, but. Trader, at this point in this game, is there <laughs> any reason, any reason whatsoever, that Scopely should not grant every single player in this game who who's on a server? By the way, I'm not saying brand new, but anybody who's been on the in this game six months or longer, is there no reason that Scopely should not just grant them a free baby jelly, and that way you could do baby jelly brawls? Oh, that th- there is no reason they shouldn't get one. Absolutely no reason whatsoever. I mean, I, I don't know. I, this this could this could sound crazy, okay? And and I'm not, I, you know, someone in Scopely is probably gonna be like, Doctor, 
He's smoking dope again. No, but seriously, like, it is a worthless ship. By the way, it cannot be scrapped. So, like, there's no benefit to having it. Other than just, like, right, Mark, you didn't get yours until very late. Yeah, I think you were Ops 49 when you got it, right? Like, Jelly? Yeah. No, I, I had mine early. I bought mine. I bought two of them. <laughs> All right. Well, you're right. You're the right person. Because I got them when nobody else had them. You're the right like, person to ask. The only thing if you I paid systems with it, you paid twenty dollars for that ship three years oh, yeah. ago. You have a problem with with like just hey, make it make it an Ops twenty six gift. You hit Ops twenty six, pow, free BPs for a baby jelly. Like just automatic. Make it a part of the game. Sure. I mean, and I wouldn't even mind if they tied it to research. You know, they have all kinds of ships tied to research. Why not throw that in there, too? I seem to recall at one point being able to pull them. What? Um, They were mission rewards. Yeah, but I don't... No, that was right in the beginning, but I seem like fairly somewhat recently they were able to be grabbed in events, in an event store. It was in an event store. It was in an event store. But I'm thinking, like, hey, if you want to make a couple of events about this, First of all, here's here's why I say give it to everybody, okay? Because when they do run a, the Baby Jelly event, it's with the Baby Jelly, it's with the Taurus, and it's with a Tala, okay? Now, the Baby Jelly should be able to kill most of those other ships, although I have seen very well-crewed Talas taking out Baby Jellies. All I'm saying is, if you gave everybody one, then it would be like the other G2 ships. Everybody has one, everybody can max it, and... And that way, you've got a balanced event, right, Trader? The Taurus uh, is going to lose to the Baby Jelly. The Tala could, could in a lot of cases, be defeated uh, or defeat a Baby Jelly. Like, you've actually got a super decently balanced G2 ship event. Uh, it can't be scrapped. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it can't be scrapped, so you've always got it. Like, you could even you could even get rid of the other ships. If you gave everybody one for free then you could leave out the Taurus and leave out the Kira because why? All right, just make it a baby yeah. jelly event. <laughs> just make it a baby jelly event. You could run those periodically. All right, some people might like that. All right. <laughs> Divine says they'll do that. No, they're not going to do that, DJ, because we haven't seen Explorer Strike Team yet. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Explorer Strike Team is going to come out with a baby jelly ability? Probably. All right. But yeah, listen, a baby jelly brawl, a baby jelly brawl uh, once or twice a month, a couple times a month. I, I, maybe that's a part of incursions. That's a fun, simple one that a lot of people can engage in. Keep it localized, trader. Leave it, keep it localized to outlaw space. Keep it localized to territory space, something like that, where players have an opportunity to kind of opt in, opt out, I, I guess. I, I, you know what? I'm just want to, I want to find a way that doesn't make incursion so repulsive for the players who aren't playing in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, those who are playing in it, they clearly like it. So the other percentage of the population, I'd like to try to find a way to make that better as well. Zant, <coughs> excuse I would me. be careful about saying they clearly like it because I participate and I'm bored of it already. I participate because I want the, the rewards from the SOBs. See, I don't even – here's the thing. I don't even chase the solo leaderboards. All right? I mean, I end up placing, like, top 25 or top 50, something like that. But, I mean, not, I'm not chasing those things. I play in it for a couple of reasons. One, uh, yeah, the SMS rewards, obviously I'm going to do that. But I also enjoy interacting with other people. I also, 
I'd be lying if I said if I didn't say this. I enjoy the interaction of my own server when it comes to working against another server because that is a new dynamic for us. Okay, like like there's. I would agree with that. You know, I, I'm even in war right now, but I know, I know that that when it comes time for server v server, Wardot's not going to be trying to raid me on another server like we're going to work together for that 24 hours then after that he's going to come back and start you know pumping me again so i mean but that's fine but that changes that dynamic wardod says nope it changes that dynamic i mean we saw it in the first and second incursions a lot of people said that their servers suspended whatever business they had going on just for that day so that they could work together to get the win i think that is a nice thing and, and I like that dynamic. Plus, I like meeting other people. I like chatting to other people and so forth and so on. So I enjoy that. Server 170, Phazon. Uh, we'll take... We'll, whoa, lots of noise there, Phazon. Are you there? Phazon. I don't know. Okay, give... Can you hear me now? Yeah, I got you, buddy. I'm going to turn you down a little bit. Go quick. Go quick for me. Uh, the easiest, I think, is Swarm. They have an exo for that, and they can simply throw it in. So a swarm PVE event, but what are we gonna do? What what do you get rewarded? For, you get rewarded for killing people in swarm space? Because there has to be a defense mechanic. That's one thing. Uh, you get rewards if you come back with loot, and then you can. Okay, so the docking. Yep. So the docking loot thing. All right. Uh, thank you, Faison. Appreciate that. You know, uh, not sure, Shiny, if he said swarms or worms. I personally would have loved the idea if he said worms. That would have been much greater. Uh, much better. Ah. <laughs> K92, server 50. You know what? Bubba Joe may not be here, but I can still... <laughs> server... I can still express my dissent. <laughs> worms! All right, let's do worms. Uh, server oh. 57, K92, 60 seconds are on the clock. Yeah, I love your idea of armadas. I'd probably make an Eclipse armada that they're a little uh, more localized, so you can kind of force PvP in those systems. But I do agree that the you know, credits are a problem. So I'd make some of a, a Kobayashi Maru-style uh, event where you spend directives and you basically get the directives back, so you're not actually losing them. But then there's an element of, hey, you know, I can go do this. But I think the more important thing is you start with the current hooks, but with the future of, hey, what if you could do Eclipse Armadas with anybody on your server, not just people in your alliance for a future development of Now, that? I have said that for a long time, Trader. I want to see server-wide Armadas. Like, I want to run an Armada with Wardon and IJ and JB and Wicked Witch. Like, I want to run a 10-person Armada against a centralized central you know, server target. I've said that for a long time. I don't think that tech exists, or at least, you know, we we aren't near that uh, that they've shared with me, but I think that's a great idea. I've always wanted to do, because that is like the ser the server boss kind of thing, right? Where you you work together to, to try to take this thing out and, and spill out resources for everybody, and, you know, that's a fun time. So um, I do... The, make I, it the crystalline entity. Yeah, yeah, you could do something like that. Oh, okay. Well, we just launched. Uh, we just got the discovery feature. Fantastic discovery feature will be launched with the crystalline entity. Uh, Server thirteen, Cruzito, <laughs> go ahead. Hey, DJ, thanks for having me on. Real um, quick, idea think, to save incursions, if it needs saving at all. I think during incursions, what you do is you wipe the map, and then you allow for each server to try to take over as much territory as they can. Uh, during the 24-hour period. 
All right, there's and some more there. That's cool. That would actually be a lot of fun. That would be cool. I mean, that would be oh, that would be a lot of fun. You just make a new space. They got plenty of room on the map. You make like oh, that would be awesome. Kind of like a combination of territory captures and risk. That'd yeah, be, like oh, you'd have to take you'd I'm have to take the clocks that. off. Yeah, you'd have to take the scheduled clocks off, or at least you know schedule territories like once an hour or something like that. You you could that would be interesting. To do like a territory 2.0, but during incursion. And I, actually, I don't think you put a clock on it at all. It's 24 hours. 24 hours and whoever can throw whatever they can at it in that 24-hour period as many times as they can. That would be a lot of fun. What about, okay, let's make it worse. <laughs> Trader, what about, worse. let's, no, hold on. Let's, <laughs> no, I mean, let's just, this is, let's just make it pure total chaos. What if it was like like a uh, almost like a king of the hill in territory where every territory was up every hour? Like you had to decide where to go. You had to decide how to defend, right? Like you could be off over here trying to take one over, but you still have to defend yourself. Oh, wait, did Snake Eyes say that in the chat? Where did you say that? Oh, there it is. I see it. Every territory, every hour. That would be kind of cool. Right, because you'd have to diversify. You'd be a lot of planning. You'd have to diversify your your resources. Like who's going to go where? Who's going to stay here and defend? All right, a lot of you guys not liking that. Okay. Well, listen. If you made every territory, for the massive amount of if you made every territory territory. every hour, then it wouldn't be as bad because not everybody's going to be in the same territory. Right. Like I mean, it it would be all spread out. Oh, because they're concerned about server lag, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting a mm. lot of I'm getting a lot of little birdies at me in the chat. What? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen again. This is about war, guys. You have to make incursions is server war. It's not going to be going and grinding worms. Okay. I mean, look, I I'm in favor of anything that makes it so one player either deliberately or negligently leaving their base open for raiding doesn't decide the entire event that is frustrating in the extreme and seemingly cannot be stopped at least on our server right and it makes the event no no fun so if you you do do something on rewards attained from the same base well if you if you make it like like just using this idea for example you did something like this then it allows the entire server to come together to fight to take over the territories yeah. uh and and that one player one player wouldn't lose it you know for everybody yes. uh let's get let's get one or and two one more and then we got to take a break either one or two more and then uh and then we'll take a break uh let's come to server 13 cruzito welcome to the show how are you up oh, you already got me dj that was the one that uh pitched out to uh do a uh, conquer all the map Oh, sorry. I'm losing track. Okay, bye bad. Thank Thanks, Crisito. Appreciate you, Slaughterer. Server 34. Dark. What's up, man? How are things over on uh, Tech Man's server? You guys are always in drama over there, man. Always. <laughs> you guys got drama all the time on Server 34. I love it. You guys are like the days of our live server. It, it fascinates me. Slaughterer, you got anything? You coming up? Slaughter is not coming up. Darth Bane, uh, we'll bring you up from server 53, and we'll get ready to uh, we'll get ready to wrap up this segment because I've got some other stuff I got to teach you about tonight. Darth Bane, <laughs> server 53. How do you want to see incursions be more interesting to you? 
Hey, DJ, why don't they add another ALB, like a cross-server or something with alternate scoring, like the Alliance hubs? I like the territory idea they spoke about. And having the payout to be like a lot of tritanium, so this, and as well as ship parts, right? Where like this incursions will be battle, you know, battleship parts, or next one will be interceptor parts. It gives an incentive for players to get involved, obviously cover some of that repair bill, right? And, and, and provide another way to score other than just raiding and killing ships. Well, yeah, that's the idea is to try to find something that is going to diversify that score a little bit, something that's going to diversify the event so it's not just about rating and it's not dependent on literally one player. Uh, I like that. Slaughter, you were on a server mute. Sorry about that. I'm going to bring you back. Server 34 from Dark. What's up, buddy? <laughs> so you don't like Server 34? I love Server 34. Um, like, I love them more than anything. <laughs> you guys are like my, my daily dose of drama. I love it. Soap opera server 34 there. <laughs> you guys are what crazy. What is it, Gary the Hate Camel? Yeah, yeah listen. I mean, wait, listen, you know it's kind of a cool thing when your entire server's actual mascot is Gary the Hate Camel. Okay? Like, I mean, <laughs> every single piece of content that comes out of server 34 is like spread the hate. All right? We love to hate. Handy, handy. You are ninety eight point nine percent drama. Okay, like I don't know what you're talking. Lies, <laughs> 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 You sit on a throne of lies. The cyclone. You live in the center of the cyclone. You don't. Uh, Slaughterer, what do you think, man? I mean, Server Thirty Four. <laughs> you guys have actually had a pretty good time with incursions, right? Like you guys, you guys play it relatively actively from what i understand right oh we finally got him off server mute now he's losing service uh, we're, handy we're losing him yeah handy. we're we're definitely been active in you're active in it. you're uh, not you're not overly of- successful because you have the same problem trader does like one or two people are costing yeah. you the event every exactly. single time right so well, so we lost we won the last but why why do they need to, why do they need to count the points on that extra loot? I could they use just points off normal cargo and then it wouldn't be this problem. What do you mean? Just your regular cargo and the extra loot that the ship gave, gives you. Oh. Well, when you when when you're when yeah, you're raiding, that me- extra extra loot, it, it's it's just an extra for you. It doesn't have to be into the points. Yeah, I'm not. I'll be honest with you. Just technically speaking, I'm not a thousand percent sure that there's a real super easy way to differentiate between that, because rated loot's rated loot. They'd have to go in and figure out some way to separate that with you know with with what the ship's cargo would be, and that that may be that may be troublesome. Um, that being said, maybe we just take the idea of 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 rating being the central piece of this, and 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 not necessarily get rid of it, but just cycle it up, trader. Cerritos Wednesday has eight mm-hmm. different versions of events that cycle on a two-month schedule. For two months, your Tier 5 Cerritos event is not the same. They've got eight events that rotate. Like, why can't we do something like that with incursions? Just rotate a yeah. few different things. It doesn't have to, always, good, it doesn't have to be rating idea. that we get rid of completely. I mean, that needs to come back. But we've even said, when you do this monthly, Handy, like, servers can end up being resource poor right so you got to give them a little bit of time to build some of this stuff back up what if you did rating like every two to three or even every four months if you had a couple of other events that you could load in in the meantime i wish they would just heavily weigh pvp without the rating a little 
heavier. That way, sure. maybe people would spend more time just beating on each other. Well, and I think, you know, just at the core of that, which I have fed back, me personally, I don't think there should be a defensive versus an attack differential in point scoring for that. Even on the rating. Even on the rating. Listen, rating is rating, okay? Like, you know, whether it's happening on my server, they've already solved the fact that you don't score if it's somebody from your own server. So why does it matter where it is? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm on my server and I'm defending a raid, then, you know, why? Like, if, I, if, I, if I'm defending a raid, right, and Wardod comes in and, scra- and, and cracks somebody and I sneak in an amalgam scoop, why am I only getting a third of the points just because I'm on my server engaging in PvP, defending my server and, and defending a PvP, and I scoop that guy, but it's still only worth a third of the points of him scooping me? You, you see, like, that would probably solve a lot of the, of the imbalance just in and of itself. They can already make it so that they, I don't score if it's somebody from my server. So just equal out the points. Like, it doesn't really matter in that. Um, all right. Thank you, Slaughter. I appreciate that very much. Um, Handy, I appreciate you hopping up. You can hang out for a minute if you like. Let me come to Duvall from Server 60. You'll give us our final word. Actually, um, i tell you what. Gosh, there's a lot of names on here that, that want to come up. Uh, we might continue this on the other side of the break, but I do have to take a break. Duvall, I'm going to give you the final word on this side of the break. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, first of all, thank you for having me. Thanks for Arnold Schwarzenegger being here, like, earlier. Man, that was <laughs> Yes. Uh, also, like, my, my big thing is, like, just embrace the PvP. Like, seriously. I mean, it's the it's the purge. Let's just go with it, you know? And if you want to add another, like, scoring system, it's for the people who aren't PvPing, actually getting some points for, like, going down to the 19 level, level plus, like, below, and shielding up and not getting raided. That'd be great. Let me ask this question, uh, Trader. Uh, kind of along the mm-hmm. lines of what Duval is saying. What if you removed raiding from one of these runs and just made it a kill counter? Like, how many ships yeah. does server 20 kill versus how many ships does server oh. 34 kill? Like, just doing that would be fun. a kill counter. Like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, take the raiding piece out for a moment and, and just be in a, a kill counter. On the other hand, you know what? You're right, Darksider. Yeah, that would be great. How many dead bases can you hump? Yeah, see, I don't know. That you're right. That that's a problem. That's a problem. So yeah, you gotta you gotta fix something like that. I I don't know. But yeah, I mean I would like to see something other than rating. Duval, thank you. I, I am gonna come to one more. Tycon, I brought you up to the stage. Uh you get the final word on this side of the break. Go ahead, real quick. Well, it's actually very similar to what he was saying. I'd love to see some sort of scoring mechanic that wasn't part of disrupting the normal flow of the game. Like, why does this whole incursion thing have to make anybody who's not into PvP have to just bubble up and leave? Mm-hmm. You know, why can't there be a scoring mechanic that has to do with regular gameplay? Yeah, not not entirely sure that just moving is part of it, but something that has to do with, you know, it doesn't make it so that, you know, every alliance has to go, hey, you know what? If you don't bubble up and move, we're going to boot and loot you. You know that 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 what if, makes um, for more drama. So, so what if you if you take the raid piece out, um, and and again, I I, I do I don't want to lose its focus. It is war. The intent of it, even narratively speaking, has to involve some level of PvP. But you're right; it doesn't have to be. As a matter of fact, you know what? Here's how here's how you do it. And and I, uh, he's already gone off the stage trader. I saw this in the chat. Who said this? I just saw it and I lost it. Um, war- <laughs> of course, it's Wardon. Uh, Wardod says, listen, 
uh, here's how you solve humping dead bases, and here's how you solve minor hunting. Make it about PWD. Make it about power destroyed oh. so, that, so that there's actually yeah. incentive to hitting warships. All right? If you do it on miners, there's no power destroyed there. I mean, you, to kill one enterprise would give you the, the what? The power destroyed of, of 1,000 miners? So take miners out of it. And Tycon, they're right there. You're not disrupting anybody's ability to mine because most people are not going to go miner hunting. And if they do, so be it. You're going to lose it. It's still one day. But at least there would then be something that discourages uh, miner and, and therefore dead base humping as well because that's not given any power destroyed. You could actually make it off of warships. Well, wasn't well, this last well, people- time an added an added thing about you know getting uh, materials off of people, like getting getting a uh, people who are OPC, you got more points for that. Mm-hmm. I know our server we went down a trillion in like the first hour, and uh, maybe that was just one guy getting raided. But Probably. wow, that was that was amazing. <laughs> Probably was, yeah, but, but still. But still, a lot of it was, we think, from everybody we've talked to, we think a lot of it was uh, four-star people get, or four-star miners getting raided um, and a whole bunch of points from that. Because that was – I think wasn't that added this last time? Um, it, They haven't made any changes to the hook. So if there was overcargo uh, stealing, I, which I think there was, there was raiding G3, G4, G5 <clears throat> materials. That is a thing. Uh, but it's been there from the very beginning. The problem is it can't outscore uh, a cracked whale. Like if, if you got somebody with with a yeah. trillion or a couple trillion, mm-hmm. like you just can't outscore it because of the way that it was yep. that it was uh, scored. So it would have to be. But oh, yeah, uh, and, I, I and, and listen, Jersey says you know stop taking about uh, stop talking about taking rating out of it. I'm not saying taking it out completely, but I am suggesting a rotation. All right, because that's what a lot of people are saying is that one raid will lose the entire 24-hour event. So if there was either less weight to it or other opportunities to score, more varieties of score, or even other styles of events. Listen, maybe for the incursion event itself, Trader, you don't remove raiding, right? You just balance it better. But the individual events could be other things. It could be a very busy day. I mean, it's supposed to be a busy, a busy day. You don't necessarily have to change the actual server v. server event other than to balance it better so that one raid isn't killing it for everybody. But you also could still have that rotation of events with the server v. server event to make it on power destroyed, to make it on armadas completed, to make it on uh resources docked right like that could be a good one that could be one that does incentivize still hunting and still raiding right but not necessarily uh all about raiding but just on what you're able to bring home and and you could balance that trader like steel could be one point but a g4 mat could be ten thousand points i don't know we'd have to really do the math on that but it could be balanced over hunting isogen and hunting franklins and hunting borg and hunting material miners and things like that making it that way it's at least still over cargo you're not disrupting what most servers would consider to be an, a dry hit or this or that and i'm not trying to softball this event i'm really not i love the aggressiveness of 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 server v server okay i really do but I, I hear what a lot of people are saying. And, and guys, there's a large number of players that don't play. Absolutely. 
There's a large number of players that just simply don't play. So I'm, I'm trying to find a way to make this a little bit more palatable for everybody while not losing the war aspect of it uh, and, and to try to make it a little bit more palatable, especially if they're going to use it as a method of sourcing. That's a big thing. We're going to take yeah. a break. Uh, on the other side of the break, we will wrap up this conversation, which is not at all what I planned on doing today, Trader. But I am also going to solicit the community for help regarding the Bajoran store. We have been working on some great, great data. And shout out to a couple of players who have really, really helped. Mimi was a big part of this. Um, and Bubba has helped a lot. Trader was absolutely no help. She's like, all right, I bought everything already. Um, so, <laughs> oh, <sorry>. I, <laughs> so we're, we've done a little bit of math and I'm not ready to, to issue like an actual strategy to this thing yet, but we are very, very close to actually finding out an optimum position of math on this. And Karkin, you're going to be relieved to know that maybe pushing rep early is not quite as silly as I thought, even though vengeance is going to come back and say, okay, push those credits. All right. There's actually what's great about this trader is that there's actually a lot of diversity, a lot of choice involved here. Uh, but I think there is a mathematically uh, evident path if you wanted to be super analytical about this. But even I have violated that. We're going to talk about it on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back with more on the Bajoran Loop after this. Hang on. Hey, everybody, listen, while we're here playing the game, it would be nice if your business was still making you money, right? That's where a proper online marketing strategy can come into play. And to do that, there's a high degree of likelihood you need an expert. You think I know how to properly maximize tags with the highest penetration and the lowest cost per keyword? No, definitely not. That's why I call up our friends at allinadvertising.com. From SEO to PPC to website design and social media management, these guys have got your online marketing presence handled so you can do other things like hunt Bubba Joe's miners. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track for a special offer today and help them help you go from being a dolphin to a whale. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track today. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Johnson & Johnson & Johnson. People everywhere prefer us to Johnson & Johnson because we have an extra Johnson. EA Sports presents Madden Robert Kraft Edition. The owner mode that lets you run the company while looking for company. And we've had that for the 24 years that I've owned the team. See if you have what it takes to lead your team from Super Bowl ring to prostitution ring. You'll be in a tough position. Can you give the fans a happy ending? Oh, yeah. Or will you get caught um, deflating your footballs? EA Sports Madden Robert Kraft Edition. If it's in the game, it's in the game. You haul wheels, keep on turning. Leaving the blue states we live in. Man now. 
screen. My monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electro. Welcome back, everybody. They did the monster mash. You asked for the monster mash. You did. It was a graveyard smash. It was a graveyard smash. on in a flag. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. Welcome in, everybody. Zombies were I've often wondered, Trader, if I have the chops to be like a horror music or a horror movie trailer voice guy you know like it was it was dark and late and you know maybe not with such a terrible accent but you know i mean like give me i, I can read a no i don't snake eye says no <clears throat> Fred says no fine whatever no. I, I thought i thought it was kind of fun I, i'd like to explore that that side of you know my type of career like i think i could do it <laughs> Guess not. Trader's like, yeah, we're going to go with a solid no on that. Okay, appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Uh, thanks, you everybody. Thank you for the, for the boost of, of, of self-confidence. Uh, thanks. I love you. Uh, appreciate it. All right. Uh, <laughs> At least he tried. I did try. I mean, it was, it was, worth, it was worth a try. Uh, all right. Appreciate you guys all being here. I don't have the resonance for it. Listen, a lot of that could be processing. I could probably just fix it, like on the computer. Ed says your career's in the toilet already. God, that's harsh. God, why would you say that? Jeez. God, that's horrible. All right. Um, listen, uh, lots of great ideas uh, from before our break on what we can do with incursions. Uh, I, I'm probably going to to go ahead and, and like nip this one right here, Trader, because we've got some ideas. We've got to figure out what Scopely wants to do, too. Like, you know, if, if they're just determined to let this thing repeat, you know, and, and this is what they're going to do is just, hey, let's just throw some different kinds of rewards in there and see if, if that is their goal, then there ain't nothing we're going to say that's going to change anything. I just kind of wanted to have a little bit of ammunition to go in there and be like, hey, you know, why don't we shake it up a little bit? You know, give me some T-Swift in here. Let, let's like, let's just shake it up. You know, maybe, maybe do something better and more fun and something a little bit more inclusive if you're going to put free to play sourcing behind it we kind of need to make sure that your free to play community is actually going to enjoy it you know i mean i don't know call me crazy could be <laughs> uh, i do love her so much okay so stop wait we can let this play yo scopes do you got nothing in your brain scope like I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It was, I didn't actually mean I'm it. not. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. Let's get into Let's put some stuff in your brain. Uh, let's talk about this Bajoran loop. 
Uh, community, I have been working on some stuff. <coughs> uh, excuse me. I've been working on some stuff with the help of Mimi, uh, who actually really kind of got me started. It, it, and actually, I'm, I'm not even going to lie, Mimi. I kind of took your design uh, and am kind of, you know, making it into something a little bit bigger. Uh, so this is not the prettiest thing yet. What? Why did that? What? Okay, hang on. I got to... Why is that? Okay. Whoops. There. There we go. Okay. Guys, I just put into the graphics room a very non-pretty, non-finished version, just a raw data set of something I'm working on. Um, what we're doing here, Trader, is we're trying to break down what these things cost and at what reputation levels they unlock. So part of this, <laughs> Snake Eye says, when have your spreadsheets ever been pretty? I can find someone Ouch. to make it pretty, okay? Like, Arian usually takes the data and then makes it better, okay? Arian makes it better. Uh, but what I'm starting with right here is, is to just kind of start with the data. Now, there's a lot of stuff here where I actually just today, Trader, started kind of thinking that I wanted to add something. So there's some areas that are very, very empty. For example, the credits pull. Like, the only one that's there is Ops 49, because I know what that is for me. <laughs> okay? Um, so, yes, we do have somebody who has reached favor. As a matter of fact, it is our very own Bubba Joe. Uh, Bubba Joe has reached favored, and uh, we could potentially get him in to talk, but let me check on the score of the Seahawks game. It should be over. If that's the case, then maybe... We can get Bubba Joe in here. Did the Seahawks win or lose? Uh, did Gino do his job today? Let's see. Final. Seattle. Oh, Maybe. they won. 37-23 to 23 oh. over the Chargers. So he should be all uh, all about coming in and talking. Trader, why don't you so see if he, he wants to. Better, he, did his, he did his job and Aaron Rodgers didn't. First of all, not that I'm wanting to point fingers. <laughs> But literally nobody on the Packers did their job today. What like Aaron? Aaron had uh, listen. I, I I am never one to point fingers. All right, the team did a bad job today. But if I'm just throwing out a couple of things, all right, Lazard dropped like three passes, and and we missed two. Two or three dropped, uh, not like other people dropped passes. We had two potential interceptions that just went in and out of their hands. We had two scooping scores that got negated by penalties. I mean, we played, we played like a high school team. I'm sorry. I love you, Aaron. I love the Packers. Go Pack, go! I'm a cheesehead through and through. Y'all were not a good team today. Not a good team today. And I got to be honest with you, even Matt LaFleur's use of his challenges today, really confusing. Like, wh what? That one that was like two minutes into the game for three yards? Like, what? LaFleur, what were you thinking? Like, that didn't that didn't do anything for the game. Like, I just, <laughs> oh, God. God, so bad. So bad today. I agree with Snake Eyes. Aaron Rodgers is a hack. No, he's not. He's an NFL MVP. <laughs> he's an MVP. Yeah, you, could today. you could sure tell today. Uh, to, listen, he didn't throw any picks. 
He didn't throw any picks. Like Oliver's he... team played better. Wardon's right. Oliver's team played better. <laughs> they did play wow. better defense. That's for daggone sure. Oliver's team played better defense. I'll take that. Um, uh, Tabby Moses says the Packers' problems are coaching, front office, and players not named Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I wasn't going to say that, Tabby Moses, but I mean, literally today, like, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this because I love Aaron Rodgers, but literally, it was everything around him that fell apart today. Like his receivers couldn't catch balls, his defenders were dropping interceptions, uh, everybody was committing penalties on huge plays. It's a bad thing. JD says, "Can we get back to Star Trek?" In a minute. Aaron Aaron Rodgers definitely <laughs> does not deserve to go out for ice cream. Later. I am more passionate about my Packers than I am about this game this month. Uh, anyway, okay, okay, okay. The Bajoran Loop. So we do have somebody who's reached favored. Moreover, we've been able to determine some of the level of unlocks at some of these higher levels. And thanks to Bubba Joe, we also now know that the missing reputation bracket is uh, Ornathia. Ornathia. How do you say that? Ornathia? Orna- mm. uh, I'm going with yes. Uh, yes. Or When in doubt, or- the answer is yes. Ornathia. We'll go with that. Um, also, over on the right-hand side, you can see the reputation. By the way, these are at base. And by the way, is Gorilla actually 105 at the cost, or is it actually 100? I think that's an error, because mine is 105. I'm at Militia. Bubba's is 110. He's at favored. And I know that there was a time where it cost 100, but it might have been at Gorilla and not just tolerated. So what we're going to do here, community, is have you guys help me fill this in. So very quickly, somebody at tolerated and at Gorilla who can see it, what does your reputation cost? By the way, I know that the reputation numbers are accurate. Uh, And again, these are base All right, so your favors are going to impact these. These are the base values. So somebody at Tolerated, somebody at Gorilla, give me the cost of your reputation. Gorilla is, in fact, 105. 105 is Gorilla. I am still Tolerated, so I'm looking now. You're still, yours is still Tolerated? Okay, let me see that. Militia is also 105. So interesting that they stay the same there uh, because Militia is 105. Um, So nobody can mathematically be at Pog Strong yet. So we're going to wait. Uh, by the way, not Pog. Pog. Not Pog. Pa, DJ. Pa. 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 Strong. Pa. Okay. So Pa Strong. Nobody can mathematically be there yet. Bubba Joe has made it his personal mission to be the first player in the galaxy there. He is trying to do this one like uh, Big Country did Outlaw Trader, if you recall. Uh, and he's, I do. And he says that he will be at Pa Strong with only a couple of weeks. Uh, so we will get this continued data. I love that he is on the mission to, to do that. Uh, yo, Trader, did you just just now change your avatar? Because my screen I mean, just I changed turned, it a while ago. My screen just turned very, very green, like literally just now, like right now. <laughs> is she getting angry? Very, very green. I changed she it all- like, a, like a week ago. That's interesting. Just now happened. Sorry, screen. Just I very, don't know what happened. Very green. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> so uh, being told that Gorilla and Militia are both at 105. So there you go. Just you're getting more rep, and those are at base levels. Uh, and of course, we'll take a look. It looks like some people are showing. All right, so Karkin, you're at tolerated. So let's write down the double and triple cost. Uh, there we go. Oops, not five thousand, but five hundred. So that's triple. Uh, and Gorilla, does somebody have? 
Let's see who's got. There we go. Blue Mandalorian's got Gorilla. The double cost at two sixty and the triple at five fifteen. Okay, so we got that completed. Now uh, let's go through and see if you guys can show me. And by the way, everybody should be able to do this because these credits have no cooldown, Trader. So if everybody could give me an ops <laughs> level and the number of Bajoran faction credits you get uh, at your pulls. And by the way, I already know what everybody's pull costs, so I just need to know the number of credits. So I don't even need a screenshot. Just throw it up in chat. Ops 44, 72 credits. All right, let's see if we can go through here. So Ops 41 is 66. Perfect. I'm just going to go down the chat. Trader, maybe you can help me out and call them out. Wardod says Ops 14 just gets one. <laughs> uh, uh, Shinzola is at 46, getting 77. Uh, Mimi at 41, getting 66. We got that. 43, getting 70. 52 is at 93. 43, getting 70. 52 is what? 30... 90, 52 is 93. Okay. Yes. 35 is 55. 35, 55. Okay. What else we got in? 55 is 105101. Uh-huh. 57128. 57128. Awesome. 3868. Okay. 4370. Yep. 4575. 4575. Okay. 4268. Okay, got that one. 30 5313, that doesn't sound right. 53 could be, yeah. nope, it's not even 113 either, so that's got to be a typo. Okay. Uh, blue says 39 gets 62, 40 get, 46 gets 77. Okay, got those. I love it. You guys gets, are great. 49 gets 84. 49, I got that one. 44, I see gets 72. Uh, 53, 53 gets 95. 45 gets 75. All right, which, so here's what I'm missing now. I've got a, yeah, I got a lot of repeats. So let me let me uh, tell you now what I need. What's Kronos is there? 98, okay. So I still need Ops 40, Ops 37. Let's let's chunk these okay. out. Ops 37 there and Ops 40. 40. There's level 37 right there is 58, okay. And Ops 40, so I need Ops 40. I also need Ops 47 and 48 in case somebody threw that one up there somewhere. Uh, ops 47 and 48, and then Ops 40. 40 is 64. Thank you, Doc. Very good. So we're looking at 47, 48, and 50, uh, and 51. So 47, 48, 50, and 51. There's 50 at 87. Thank you. 47 gets 79. Fantastic. Looking for 48 and a 51. Can I get a 48 and a 51? 48, 48, 48, 48. <laughs> Should be about 81, 82, 48 at 81, 48 at 82, 48 at 81, 48 at 82. Uh, not not all not all the way. No, because forty nine is eighty four. So there's a span of five there. So it's probably two or three. Carry the one, truncate the five, and you land at eighty two. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's probably eighty one. Forty seven. I got four. Let's see. Okay, so I'm looking for a fifty one. Uh, also looking for fifty six, and then fifty eight through sixty. Ops fifty one gets ninety. Thank you. So now we're looking for an ops forty eight, of which there shouldn't be one. Because you can be, you can go from 47 to 49 with about 15 minutes and some clicks. Oh, look, there's a 48. Plasma Lord, why are you still 48, baby? Let's go. Let's go. Okay, now 56 and then 58 through 60. All right. Um, and I was waiting for you to run this you. poll. Hold on. I'll get you 59 here because right. I can actually look because that's a. Yeah, I got 42. Run out. 42 should be 60. 
So I'm just missing. I'm missing ops 56 and then 58 through 60. Uh, and that will complete our chart. Thank you, community. Wow, you guys are amazing. That's fantastic. So now here's my next question. Anybody who's 115. at 115 at 59? Yes. Okay, so whoever said 128 at 57 must be clearly mistaken. That cannot be. Ops 57, I guess we're going to need that again because that number cannot be correct. Unless Scopely messed it up, which is possible. Uh, so, that never happened. <laughs> Let's see some screenshots Screenshots for those. Ops 57 said 128 up above. Unless I typed it wrong. Uh, I could have typed it wrong, too. That's uh, possible. That never happens Maybe. either. Mine's right. I just read it right off of the screen, and I'm posting the screenshot. So. Twist says they could have the favor. Is there... Is there a favor that increases credits? I didn't think there was. I could be wrong. Let me let me check. Um, and I have whatever favors you. I've done all my favors for my rep, so I would have it. Let's see. That's Bajoran badges, syndicate XP. There's rep gain. Uh, there is not one that increases the number of badges. Yeah, there is not one. Okay, so one, my shiny, uh, I am K, always right. K92 had he said it was a 128 cost for 108. Okay, yeah, I know the cost. I actually got that in my data. I just didn't get the the number. So now we're still missing 56, 58, and 60. Oh, 56, 105. Thank you. So now 58 and 60 is all we're missing. Boom! There we go. Okay, that's a pretty good chart. Um. That's a pretty good chart. I see Anders in the I see Anders in the audience, so he's up sixty. Maybe he can give that to you. Ooh, Anders, what's yours, buddy? Uh, Prophet's gift says Oculi. Prophet's gift. Okay, let's talk about Prophet's gift, and I'll, I'll answer questions on these. Prophet's okay. gift adds Bajoran badges, not credits. They're different. Okay, the Bajoran badges uh, are what you redeem for these credits. Okay, so they're the the like the egg kind of looking thing it's it's actually the bajoran symbol but it's the vertical oval looking thing that's the badges that's what prophet's gift gives you is a 275 point daily in your daily's chest uh that gives 500 xp and then an extra number of bajoran badges but not credits okay um yes there you go uh zandy says you called me a boomer last podcast did i that wasn't me. I don't use words like that. That sounds like a Snake Eyes thing. I think he's talking to me. Oh. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I told him. <laughs> it, does, it sounds like a Snake Eyes thing. Okay. So now, um, here's the next thing. Now, not that I would have, not that I would assume that anybody has actually done this, but has anybody who is at uh, who's at favored actually done two levels of Shakar's shield? Or three levels of Prophet's Prize. Trader, you're favored, right? You've got to be favored by uh, now. No, not yet. <laughs> Sl- Almost. Slacker. I'm not doing I'm not doing uh, the Bubba Joe forced march. Good. I'm actually <clears throat> refusing to buy the directives for this, so I'm doing the normal loop. So I'm at eleven hundred. You're correct. Or eleven thousand one hundred. You're correct, Mimi. Uh the number of badges you get does indeed change with ops so i'm going to zoom in on this section and i'm going to throw this in the graphics room boom shakalaka there you go 
All right, that is the number of Bajoran faction credits that you get at each ops there on the left, which I'll clean this up later and make it better. Uh, the ops and then the single pull and the triple pull, uh, which, by the way, all cost the same. All right, so that is the number of badges, the single pull, the triple pull, and that is linear. Okay, so if it costs you 100 for a single, it costs 300 for a triple, and that's really, really nice. All right, that's linear. Um, as a matter of fact, really now kind of going back, I don't think there is a triple. Isn't it like 1, 5, and 10 or something like that? So I probably just need to take that out. Just for a chest, it equals 93. All right, uh, if, uh, or 93 badges if you're ops 35 and, and so forth and so on. The point uh, to this is, is the number of badges that you're getting is going to directly correlate to the ops level in which you are. So now this is where Vengeance comes in. This is where Karkin comes in, and we start talking about what is the actual strategy here. All right. So if we're taking a look at some of these Bajoran badges, and somebody had even asked earlier, uh, I guess yesterday or uh, maybe the day before, like, what is your actual mathematical breakdown on these badges? Like, what's good? What should we be chasing uh, early, and where should we be starting to look at rep? Now, i got to be honest with you, Trader. I haven't finished road mapping this thing out because it's so variable. It is mm -hmm. going to be yes. different for every single ops level. All right? Every single ops level. This, this is a tough one. All right? Because what's happening here is the number of badges that you can get is going to depend on your ops level, which means you're going to have slower progress on the front levels of this trader. So, Karkin, you were talking the other day about, you know, speeding up your rep to try to get to a certain place. Well, there's actually, there's actually a lot of merit to that. There's a ton of merit to that, um, which... Now, granted, even though the, the event that we were arguing about the other day still only had 1,000 rep in it, I can see and understand why some players felt that this was going to be very valuable. Why would that be? Well, there's a couple of favors that I think at the early levels are going to be wildly important. All right? And the first one of those is not necessarily not the first one, but, Karkin, you had mentioned one of the ones that you've got your eyes set on, that you have budgeted for, that you're working towards, is indeed Prophet's Gift at the rank or reputation level of Militia, right? Yes. That was that, definitely that, a go-to. That's a very, very important one. And why is that an important one? Prophet's Gift is just a single-level uh, favor that costs 2100 faction credits 2100 but karkin what does it do well it gives you syndicate rep but more importantly i feel it gives you more of those bajoran um badges more bajoran badges and by the way if i'm not mistaken the number of badges that it's giving you is uh, what equal to 60 percent of what you can get in a single daily faction pull no Half of a crap. What is it? How many badges? It's enough for... I'm still waiting to get it, so I don't know. <laughs> is, oh, is it only a flat 100? Is it 500 and 100? Is that the same for all ops levels? It may be. If that's the case, then certainly it's going to have more value to a lower ops level than it would be to a higher ops level trader. Because for you, for example, you can, uh, you can get... 
Let me see here. Trader, you're at Ops 59, so you can actually earn 396 badges per day. Is that correct? Yes. That's right. 396. So for you, 100 is a boost of 20%. Now come down here to, say, an Ops 35, where their triple pull is only 279 badges, so 100 to them is significantly more. Now, on the other hand, you look all the way at the very lowest end of this. Ops 35, they can get 279 badges as compared to an Ops 60, 402. So not a huge level of variation there. Okay, truthfully, Trader. So maybe the 100 bonus, while it is more percentage-wise valuable to an Ops 35, it's still pretty valuable all the way up at 60. Okay. Um, Captain Yam says... Provideable the sooner you get it. At Ops 49, you're getting 105. Mm, no, no, no. Let's not get confused. Okay, we're talking about the daily chess. Look right above your message, Captain Yam. Yeah, look right above your message. Blue Mandalorian is showing where it is. It's actually in your dailies. It's a new 270. I said 275. Sorry, it's 270 point but only if you unlock Profit's Gift. So that last chest is giving 100, all right, and giving 500 Syndicate XP. Now, we've seen a lot of focus on Syndicate XP here as of late, so that's not unwelcome. But the badges uh, are very important here, Trader. 100 extra badges, which essentially make it possible to do all three at the same time, Okay. Uh, meaning that you could do a single pull of faction credits, you could do a single pull of reputation, and do a, uh, a single pull of your directives all every single day. Okay? Every single day with this one, which, Karkin, I imagine now is why you were so, so uh, uh, serious about that 1,000 rep because, hey, listen, you can get that thing unlocked at, uh, what is it? Oop, sorry, hang on. You can get that thing unlocked at favored. Profit, no, militia. Militia, which is only 5,000, right? Isn't that the rep for militia's 5,000? I was wildly, so, yeah. wildly unprepared. Tolerated gorilla militia. I know it's the third one, but I don't know the exact amount. Here we go. I've, I've, I've got all this here. So let's see. Let me copy and paste this in. So it becomes, Profit's Gift becomes available at Militia, which is 5,000 rep. So, truthfully talking, that 1,000 reputation, Ripper, or uh, Karkin. Sorry, I got Ripper's PM right in front of me here with the brackets. <laughs> so, you know, TS is saying it in the chat. Karkin said it to me last week, and I was kind of missing the, the point. Uh, that event was worth 20% of your progression, wasn't it, Karkin? Would have been a good amount, yeah. Yeah, it's worth 20%. Okay, so I, I I do see it now. I'm not a thousand percent sure. Like, if you were going to make solve the, the other issue with the yeah yeah, yeah. that th that makes that whole event design kind of kind of weird, right? Like, it it either had to be less rewards, uh, for less effort, or it had to be more rewards or the same rewards for a higher degree of effort. I still don't know that they that that the rewards didn't match what had to be put into it, but. I think I understand that you guys are now saying that, hey, listen, we would have preferred we would have preferred the opportunity at a heroic instead of just being barred out of it. So that's feedback that we can take back in the future. Like I said, I know why they did that event that way. 
and this just is how it ended up being. Um, and and like I said, it was it was a little bit of a test, a little bit of an experiment, and and I'm sure that we're we're going to be able to send them some good some good feedback to that. Okay, um, so we will uh, we will uh, talk more about that. But I I understand, and I see what you guys are talking about. Prophet's gift is a very very important one. Now, depending on how many badges you're earning in a day may depend on how quickly you're buying reputation. It could be, Karkin, that you are going to do... I mean, let me ask you, what are you doing? Are you doing a single pull of credits? Are you doing... Are you passing up the directives? Like, how how My are you been, progressing? Lately, they're focused around whatever current events. I don't want to get caught unprepared mm -hmm. for, you know, to have multiple directives. So even though... I don't necessarily need to be buying the directives because there's no rares in it. It's not a loop that I need to enter just yet. I can focus more on the credits and the rep. So, so are you saying that that for a younger ops level player, it may be now that the arc is over, do you think that it's advisable to not pull the directives and to pull Absolutely. the rep quickly? And the credits so that you can get the profits gift? I think the rep in, at 39 and under, just because, like like I said, you're not getting the rare directives, so you're not entering that loop. It may be more advent, you know, advantageous to just hold the, a, a stockpile, a small amount of directives, just ready for any quote-unquote heroics that you, know, you can maybe partake in. Mm. But then focus on rep and uh, like one rep and two credits. You can move along your, the ones that you want to get and push that uh that wrap up continuously every day hmm see this is where i've struggled to find trader a defining path i really can't find one because you know look benny hill says i kind of disagree swagger says you you're always going to need directives on the other hand lost and forgotten says yeah skip the directives 35 to 39 Swagger says you want to have a stash of rares when you break through to 40. Here's the problem with that, Swagger. We're not collecting the rares. You can't get rares. At 35 to 39, their uncommon chest doesn't have the directives in it. So what you'd be sacrificing is a small amount of uh, traits. It's like, what, 1,200 for the um, officer traits? Uh, 120 ultra, some parts, like just regular common parts. Mm -hmm. And the I think it's like 82. 82 uh, Bajoran badges. See, this so is... It's a two-day cooldown cool for that uncommon. So if you were to buy the credits, you're spending 130... Um, it, if you're capable of, say, killing a 40, you might be able to kill one Armada for one pull. So there's some math there that you might... You're, you're still probably getting more from the credits by not purchase, doing the directives right now. Okay, so... This is th my gut reaction to this at the very beginning trader was I was not buying the actual credit conversion when I could only do the two because the uncommon chest was actually giving me badges and diplomacy tokens, right? So if you guys take a look in your game, and let, let's say me, for example, and I don't know, I bet this is pretty close, right? I can pull 84 credits uh, in, in just the credit refine, but I'm getting 185 in my uncommon chest refine. Now, Karkin, you had mentioned 
that you might be able to do one for every two. I'm probably one for every two, one for every three. But there are players like Trader who are still on the four and five end of this, right? Trader, you had mentioned to me, I think it's four armadas now for you to get a single uncommon chest. Yes. So you've gotten it down to four. Bubba has gotten it down. Uh, I know that, that, you know, there was a lot of speculation in the beginning. Trader, when, when, when the designer came on this show and said, listen, the, our goal is every three to four days do an uncommon, all right, which would be uh, then I think he said that the goal was two epics a month and what did he say, eight rares a month, okay? Now, I'm ahead on that, and, and that's because of the grant that I got. I'm curious. We are now 20 days in. So let, let's call it – even Bubba said, listen, I'll give it two weeks. I'm not sure that I'm seeing the math, but I'll give it two weeks. Well, he did his first epic the other day, Trader. Uh, the, the, he, oh. he ground out his first epic. Let me say, he's, he bought directives. But he was able to grind up. He even said, listen, are we going to be able to unlock this thing in two weeks, uh, the epic chest, which, by the way, he did. All right, and in case you guys missed it on the chart, you'll notice he even gave us the cooldowns and he gave us the G4 and G5 travel tokens, which unlock it favored. Uh, real quick, if you take a look, the G4 travel token is 320, Karkin, 320 Bajoran faction credits to get the G4 travel token. I feel like that's heavy, especially here in the beginning. Eventually, not going to be a big deal. But right here in the beginning, I'm not 1,000% sure that's something you should be investing in. What does the travel token get you? That's like, it gets like, you. Where does it take you? What is, where does it bring? It's you? a special mining system up there. Uh, they're like the the lucrative systems. And Bubba didn't give yeah. me the math, but he did say it was significantly faster. So he didn't give me the oh. math on it yet, but he did say it was faster. Uh, it's basically G four and G five lucrative systems. Uh, in case anybody's curious, the G five travel token is five hundred, Bajoran faction credits. Now. That's 500 credits that could potentially go towards a favor, you know? I mean, at the early levels, 500 credits, well, a favor, you could unlock a favor for 600 at the very beginning. They're that very... seems like a design thing to be at the end of the favors. Like, once you're kinda, done with yeah. your favors, here's something... That well, we also know that it. the favors are changing. Now, so far, everything that we have been able to unlock so far, Trader, indicates that they are still taking Bajoran credits. However, I do know based on what design has shared with me, and I've told you guys that eventually some of the later levels of these, uh, for example, Bubba is not at Paw Strong yet, but I bet when he does get there, he's going to start seeing the need for diplomacy tokens. All right? And when that happens... Oh, yeah, when... The same ones that I'm spending on materials right now? Yes. Now, Trader, go yeah. back and listen. Nice to know. Go back and listen. I've been warning. How did you not? How have you not heard me line. on this? I've been telling people that I need. I need G five on common. <laughs> you have no idea how much G five on common. I, I know. I know. But but be aware. And I've said this a couple of different times. I'm going to say it again. Diplomacy tokens will be used. They're like merits of honor, almost, trader. Uh, like in the away team's research, you got the service awards. But then for some of the later level ones, you got those merits of honor. Diplomacy tokens are going to do the same thing. All right. Diplomacy tokens are going to be the exact same way. They are going to unlock some of the later levels of these favors. Uh, so be careful about spending them early. Now, I don't know what the cost is, Trader. You might be fine to spend them now because they do seem to be racking up nicely. 
but I worry that we're going to see a level three of one of these take 20,000 diplomacy tokens or something. Okay? They'll bring out a pack. I'm sure they will. There, there will be a pack. I'm sure there's going to be a pack for them. Okay, don't worry about it. Uh, but do remember, Mr. Tiger, when he was on this show, specifically said that these material conversions were designed to be the end of the loop. These were, you know, they're available. Players can do it now. It's a choice that you've got now, but it was intended or designed to be the end of this loop. When you were done with most other stuff, then you could come back and still get materials and parts out of them. Uh, do be aware that we have determined, of course, a 46-hour cooldown on the Uncommon Chest, a 70-hour cooldown on the Rare Chest, and now Bubba Joe has confirmed a 94-hour cooldown on the Epic Chest, as is the epic loot exchange uh or well we don't know that for sure yet the epic loot exchange opens up at pa strong so it's his next level uh so we should know that in a couple of weeks when we get to pa strong then the um the edicts the bajoran edicts will able to be redeemed at that time and they will also then trader have extra officer shards ship parts and extra directives as well as diplomacy tokens and more Bajoran badges. If I'm guessing, that's probably going to be almost like an epic armada chest and probably on like a five-day cooldown. All right? Uh, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see what actually happens with those when, when they become available. So now the question becomes, what are the most important favors? All right? Uh, I have prepared a personal opinion list. But again, Trader, I feel like this is very, very dependent on your ops and your situation. I agree with Karkin. I think Prophet's Gift remains one of the most valuable ones here. It gives 100 extra badges, and it's giving Syndicate XP every single day. Okay? Very, very important. Also near the top of my list, Prophet's Prize and Prophet's Reward. Uh, Prophet's Tribute, also somewhat important. The good news is it's cheap. All right? It's only 500 credits, and then it's done. Prophet's Tribute is the one that gets you an extra 100 ultra recruit, choke, uh, ultra recruit tokens in your 24-hour chest. That obviously has great... Huh? It's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed 300 Latinum. Oh, the is way, it not guaranteed? No, oh. the only thing that's guaranteed... It's still the normal 24-hour... guaranteed one a little bit of ladder or something. No. It, it's the, the only thing that's guaranteed are the 100 ultras and then whatever you would normally get in a 24-hour chest. It basically replaces your 24-hour chest... So you still get whatever that RNG would determine, but it is guaranteeing 100 ultras. Okay? So I think that that definitely has very long-term payouts. All right? And it's a very cheap favor. It only costs uh, 500 faction credits. All right? Is that something you should do early? I don't know. I feel like, Trader, that's going to take a long time to pay off, but the sooner you get started, the better. Right? All right. My every, opinion. every eight days, it's going to give you enough for an ultra recruit pull. Well, I mean, we're trying to get the value of ultras back up. So, you know, and at the very least, I mean, every eight days, there's another 12 shards with an opportunity at a full pull trader. So, you know, I mean, that obviously is going to have value for sure, especially over the long run. Is it game changing here today? I don't think that it is. But it's definitely a trickle effect, and eventually that jar, that glass is going to fill up. You set a glass underneath a dripping faucet, you know, every single day, or in this case, every eight days, you're going to be able to go redeem that. All right? So I think that it is important, and it, it is cheap up front. I say cheap, but Karkin, 
it's going to take you probably several days as a free-to-play to earn 500 credits. So what are the most important ones we look at? All right. I think Profits Prize and Profits Reward are both must-haves. All right. Uh, in particular, in particular, if I'm a free-to-play and I'm grinding this out, Profits Reward over Profits Prize. Now, I say that Profits is Reward that the one? Profits Reward over is the, the Armada one. one over the loot one. You got it. All right. Here's why. Profits Reward is increasing the number of loot dropped from the Armada. The reason that I feel like that one is so much more important is because the Armadas themselves are a finite supply. You're getting one a day. So you need to get as much as you can out of that one. The profits give Ideally you want your numbers to be go get be able to get to the one for one so that you're doing one armada and being able to do one. You're in a very unique scenario. Trader will never be one for one. Okay. Like But at the lower levels at the lower levels, you can potentially I don't even to get there. I, can you get to one one for one, like even above like 41, 42? I'm getting one for one. If I kill a 40, I get more than what I need for what's your ops more level? Than 130, 39. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I can see that up to ops 40. I don't know if that holds for like 40 plus. Now, Wolfwood says you could do it in two armadas. And I can do it, uh, yeah, I can do it in two as well by punching up, but even Trader's a long way from that. Uh, this is one that does kind of lose, I don't want to say it loses its effect. Trader's had a very pronounced effect on you. You said day one you were at six to seven armadas. Now you're down to four, all right? So it's obviously having a real big impact for you, but I don't think you're ever going to get to the two, you know, two armadas for one pull. I, I don't see how that can work for you mathematically. I mean, maybe. Maybe at level five of profit's reward, it's possible. All right? But that's a long ways off. Profit's reward continues being one of the most valuable because the directives are in short supply. So you got to make sure that every single one gives you the most amount of loot possible. The reason that I rank profit's prize low, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy, trader. If you're a free-to-play then Profit's Prize probably needs to be one of the last ones you get. And I know that sounds crazy. But you know why I say that? Because mm. it is a direct, it's a direct substitution for your time. It's a direct substitution for your grind. All right? It's not finite. You can continue doing it as long as you You can do it to. as much as you want. That's right. Grinding hostels is free. Now, I don't want to say free because people like Trader and some of the G5 players are going to say, well, it's expensive to do these, and I don't disagree. All right? But as a free-to-play at 35, 39, 40, 42, we're just talking about your time. And if you are not, not grind. if you are not going to acquire extra of these faction credits, then... I think there are other things that are more important, all right? If, if you're not willing to spend to protect your time, right, Trader? Then I don't think yes. Profit's prize becomes something that you focus on with, with big eyeballs, all right? If you're going to spend, then obviously we want to fast track it. So Profit's prize becomes one of the first things we invest in because we want to minimize the grind. But Karkin's right. You can grind as much as you want, all right? Preon says, if you don't value time, because three hours a day isn't enough. And listen, I'm not, I'm, we're just talking math. If you're free to play and you still hate grind, then you're in the wrong game. All right? But, but 
you can do it, okay? But we're talking about faction credits that are relatively scarce here, all right? Um, now, Killer Spock at Ops 55, on the other hand, Trader, I would imagine, probably similar to you, has already done level three of Profit's Prize at Militia because it's expensive, we don't want to keep going back, and I'm willing to pay to save me time, right? I'm willing to pay to save me time. It's, it's kind of all the same thing, right? Like we talk about all that all the time. If you're willing to pay to save your time, then it might be worth it. Now, if you hate grind, then profit's prize is still good. I'm not trying to take anything away from it. I'm just saying if you are a natural-born grinder, then that one probably can drop towards the bottom of the list. As a matter of fact, at Tolerated... The only two that I would probably unlock would be Profit's Reward and maybe Bajor's Rage. Why Bajor's Rage? That sounds stupid. Why would I do that before I would do Profit's Prize? Yeah, Wolfwood says, huh? That sounds stupid. I would do Bajor's Rage because it's Hull Health. And whole health continues to this day to be one of the most valuable. I mean, health, guys, trader. What does health do? What the, does health do? Are you talking about whole health or yep, health hull, of an officer? Whole health. It gives you increased survivability both in PVE and PVP. You survive longer, right? I have more whole that can absorb more damage before I die. That's right, Squirrel. It's life. It's a one-up. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's a one-up. All right? Whole health. Great. Okay? I would value that above Profit's Prize. Because Profit's Prize, you've already told me that you're willing to grind it. Okay? You already, I already know you're willing to grind it, so I am going to add to my potential grind uh, as far as trips. I'm going to survive longer. I'm going to get more loot per trip. All right? Bajor's Rage, I think for me, is one of the most valuable at the tolerated level. That one and Profit's I, Reward. I know you don't – you're not you, – you're going to have problems with this one, but I would like to make an argument for at least somewhere on the list for Outlaw's Advantage. For the free-to-play who are lower, mm -hmm. still engaged in that arc. It's significant. It, uh, can, especially if they haven't done any of the primes. Uh, like, that's a, a large, you know. It's very, very significant, okay? I, me personally, I'm not going to rank that one very high. Uh, just because I'm I'm done with most of that loop, but it's having significant impacts. I saw I saw somebody send me a screenshot that after they activated that uh, at level one, it took them uh, from twelve thousand rare uh, uranium down to just over ten thousand. Like it was well, I guess about ten percent reduction, and and it appears to be somewhat net. I mean, it's it's. It's impactful. Well, if if you don't have any of the primes, then that's that's the first reduction or yeah. bonus to you. So it's a flat. There's no diminishing as of yet. Yeah, it's very very good if you are still working your way heavily through outlaw. 
Now, again, as a complete free-to-play, I'm prioritizing some of these favors, and I'm kind of keeping in mind your goal, Karkin, because to be perfectly honest with you, am I going to finish all of the level one primes before I move up to the next level? I am not. I'm going to do Bajor's Rage. I'm going to do Prophet's Reward. And I'm going to do Prophet's Tribute. Right there, Trader, already is 1,500 faction credits. All right? And based on your ops level, 1,500 faction credits could already be something as, as long. If you're an ops 35, that could be as long as 25 to 30 days right there. Okay? Not including events, of course. All right? So you've got, you've got a little bit of a road to hoe right there already. Well, if you cut out the uncommons, the directors, which are 130, that's giving you that extra bit that you can get in each day. You know, and I get that, Karkin, but here's the thing. Let, let, let's look at this abstractly. You're an Ops 39, right? So you can get 62 out of a pull, all right? But how many credits are in an uncommon pull for you? You said you could do one for one uncommon armada, but you can only do it every two days. So look in your uncommon loot exchange. It's 85. So 170 every two days. So 170 every two days, but you could get only an extra 60 wait, out of a double pull. Days, so every three days? Because it's wait, a two-day cooldown. And it's a yeah, two-day yeah. cooldown. Two-day cooldown, 46 hours. So I got to think that you're still mathematically worth it to do a single on the credit exchange and do your daily armada. Now, for most players, now you say you could do one for one, then yeah, I'd only pull directives every other day. If it's you and you can do one for one, but I got to be honest with you, here's my take. You need to be able to do an uncommon loot pull every time it cools down. If you can do, you know, two for one, then you got to pull the directives every day. You got to do an uncommon loot pull check every day. Okay? Or every two days, rather. If you can. Trader, you can't, right? I can sacrifice that speed build up for a potential horde when I do hit 40 and turn them in for rares. I believe that the math on that is not going to benefit you. The cost. <laughs> who's got the uncommon loot exchange? Who's Ops 40? Who's got Ops 40 and can show us the cost of your Uncommon Loot Exchange as compared to yours, Karkin? I don't think you're better off holding that. All right? Like, your loot at your level is, like, four times more efficient. Like, it, the cost goes up ridiculous. Yeah. Okay? The cost it, goes it up does, ridiculous at Ops 40. It. It's, it's not worth holding. I think you go ahead and get your badges now, especially since you're trying to push. All right? You need those badges. Uh, Karkin, just out of curiosity, what is your single pull on an uncommon loot exchange? Just bringing it up. I was taking a picture. Because it's half a million. People, half a million in Ops 40. And in chat, we're talking single. about the Armada loot, not the, not the Dominion parts. <sighs> Wardod. Attacking my base. Squatting. He said he was hunting your miners. I don't have any miners out. He would know because he's parked right next to me, scanning me every 10 seconds. <laughs> I guess he's, he found I your guess, miners. Uh, no, my miners, my miners were, my miners were alive. Inside your base. Yeah, so he did find them, safely tucked away inside my base because that's where he is parked and has been all day. Like, I mean, all day. Right next to me. 
snuggled very Isn't it tightly. Nice to know you have someone ta- you know watching over you. I so. know. I mean, it's very comforting to know that he has given me so much love and attention today. <laughs> very much. Uh so yeah. Now he's got a G five ship. The bold defense doesn't work for me. Level forty, half a million Karkin, which means the loot you're earning right now is going to be worth twenty five percent when you actually go but to forty. The credits have almost doubled. Wait, one sixty, so just. 30 or so it's a yeah like a 70 percent increase there listen guys i've seen i i've talked to the designers on this and i've seen kind of what their projections are and stuff on this and i'm telling you your goal does not matter your ops your goal is to try to pull an uncommon chest every single time it cools down some of you are not going to be able to get there trader i don't think you, you could on one armada a day you can't do that right it's impossible. Well, I suppose I, I suppose I could, but you'd have to buy I? directives, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm saying within the loop, within the loop, all right. The goal should be getting to, and by the way, I don't even know that it, you can at all levels. They told us one pull every three to four days. It cools down after two, but from what I'm seeing, from probably about ops fifty down, if you have a well developed account, you can probably do it every two days. All right. So uh, punch up on those armadas, try to get it down to one every two. And that is the efficiency model. That's what you should be trying to do. All right. It's trying to get because that that's why I also said in the beginning, before you even get those extra badges, trader, I would ignore the straight up badge refine because the directives were also giving me those badges. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, once once you get to the point where you can do all three of them because of profit's gift, well, then it just makes sense. Do a single of all three, and, and you're Gucci, okay? But until you get profit's gift, you can only do two. And I think, personally, you're probably doing rep until 5,000, and then you can, back, you can start and, and back up and back off your rep and go really heavily after the credits. Because at that point, uh let's see profits gift becomes available at militia that's five thousand but there's a lot of other faction credits we can spend there because once we get to gorilla um there's something else that we can unlock we can unlock bejor's rage level two which again i like all right you could do profits prize level two which again i'm going to recommend probably a little bit of a delay uh if you are a, a true grinder all right if you value your time that's obviously super important all right. Trader, there's something else for higher ops level players that unlocks at Gorilla. That's materials trade route. I have unlocked that. All right. Because I'm working on pushing to ops 49. I was. I've got tons of defense platforms. There's an auction going on right now. I- I'm trying to do as much as I can. Anything for material efficiency is very, very important. All right. I agree. Um, Absolutely. So, Gorilla. Materials trade route, uh, trader, that was important to me. You know what else? Super important to a lot of people? Officer training drills. Trader, that was that, that was pretty important to me. Now, I'm not saying that it's not important, Woodcan. He said, if you're a grinder, why not get it all? Well, yeah, you're going to, but what's the priority up front? On the other hand, somebody might say, well, there's other things to grind, so get the profits prize. I'm just saying I think there's others that are more important like, maybe officer stats are not important to you right now. All right? They are important to me, Trader. So I ha- I, I'm going to pick that one up as well. 
All right. Let's look at, for example, Lenara's Edge. All right. Uh, Lenara's Edge is critical hit chance against players. Yeah, I'm going to take a pass on that for now because it's not making a huge difference to me, Trader. Okay. Stubborn defensive, same thing. Decreasing opponents' critical hit chance. That'll be low on my list. I feel those are really good. Like, just. Well, it's one percent, Karkin. It, it literally, it's one percent. One percent is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm going to take a pass person. on that. I'm going to take a pass on that. Okay. Um. So. I I that's not that's not one that I'm looking at now. Paw Ascension, must have. For for me for me, okay. Again. Yeah. If you are pushing reputation quickly, then obviously you could do that. Paw Ascension, level one, unlocks a gorilla. But again, is that the most important thing? Because, Karkin, your push is 5,000 rep. Once you get to 5,000 rep, you can probably slow down on rep because of a lot of ground that you have to make up. So do I want to spend 2,100 faction credits I'm oh, sorry, 1,900. Don't want to spend 1,900 faction credits on something that I really only desperately need for about 10 days. See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Now, obviously, it's going to have a forever benefit to you. I'm not saying that it's bad. It's going to have a forever benefit to you. But if you are not buying, and this is the thing, if you are not buying faction credits, then you are going to earn rep way faster than you can earn to unlock these favors, which is why we're trying to talk about some of the stuff that's more valuable. Okay? You're going to earn rep and unlock these levels way faster than you can grind these out. Bubba Joe even told us, at favored, a $100 pack for him is not even two favors. You hear that, guys? These badges or, or these favors are so expensive in faction credits that a $100 pack will only buy you one. It's going to take you a minute. Yeah, they're not cheap. It's going to take you a cheap. minute. All right? It's going to take a while. So if I'm looking at this from a slow grinder's free-to-play path, it's not, what, it, it's not as obvious as you think. Profit's gift, sure. Paw Ascension? Actually, no. Because those are credits that you need for some of the other stuff. You can come back and pick that up a little bit later. But when you get to Gorilla, there's another 6,000 faction credits, in my opinion, that I think you need before you even get to Militia. And when you get to Militia, you've got a couple of more. Bejor, let's see, uh, Profits Prize unlocks level 3. Ah, Profits Reward, Trader. Level 2 of that, which is the Armada buff. 2,500 yes. faction credits. Wildly important. First thing you do when you get to Militia. All right? I, I absolutely agree. And, of course, Karkin's uh, eyeball on Prophet's Gift, which is the daily badges. All right? Right there, Trader, 4,600 badges for only two favors. And that unlocks at 5,000 rep. A lot of our data is incomplete thereafter. We've got a couple of things. Bajor's Rage, which I told you I liked. Level 3 unlocks at favored. That's extra hull. 3,300. 
Even level two of Outlaw's Advantage, Karkin, doesn't unlock until Favored, which does seem kind of odd. Um, it's 3600 to unlock level two of that yeah. research. Tetrion Abundance. Increasing your Tetrion max capacity by 300. Now... Initially, we, I saw that and I was like, that's awesome. Now that we have like a few thousand. Like, <laughs> I don't know that important. that's always going to be the norm. They, they put a lot in here because I think people are using those cloaks to help with the solo armadas. But there was a nice big influx. I don't think that's going to be the norm. I Ooh. think, if, if anything, really Trader, this, this could be like that whole uh, first taste is free thing. All right. Yes. Like they're getting you used yeah. to having a bunch of Tetrions, and then when you don't have a bunch of Tetrions, you're gonna start failing solo armadas. You're gonna wish you had more Tetrions. So this <laughs> becomes pretty important, especially if you don't buy Tetrions, which a lot of people don't. It's the Cerritos buff stuff I'm worried about running out of. Yeah, Cerritos boost juice, that's another thing we've been talking about. But Tetrion abundance, not crazy that it exists there. All right. Uh, so there is an early look. And again, I know that these, that your path is going to be your path. However you choose to do this. I don't think trader there's a mathematical answer there. There is a suggested strategy, not even necessarily on the ones that you're going to unlock, but I think up front, I do think you pull the directive every single day. You pull one rep every single day and pull the credits when you can, and pull the uncommon loot every two days if you can. I think that is a solid strategy in the very, very beginning of this. I do know that Vengeance came back and said he was focused on the credits. And, and I kept saying I thought he was wrong, but then I kept saying the more I thought about it, the more and more I think that he's right. Uh, and, and, I, and I still think he's right. These favors are very, very important. But because the uncommon loot becomes available. And I do think that Karkin is right, that Militia at 5,000 becomes your goal. All right? 5,000 reputation is your first major milestone. And once you get there and you get that Prophet's Gift, then you could actually slow down on your rep and really, really focus on credit exchange and catching up. Because at that point, at 5,000, the next break is until 15,000. So you could really slow down there really slow down and spend all your extras on credits to kind of catch up, but at least you're getting those extra badges for the extra credits every single day in your daily chest. So I do think that the that the goal should be getting to 5,000. After that, definitely slow down. Definitely slow down and, and focus on catching up on the favors that you want. Even I have found myself in that boat, uh, and I bought a few favors in the beginning, Trader, but I, I can't, again, even at my level, and I'm I'm militia now, one $100 pack only buys me two or three favors, you know? Yeah. So it, it's not really worth. I'm just going to have to grind some out here. But I'm not in a hurry to advance my reputation. All right. Uh, Simpy says, you know what? I feel vindicated. That's kind of what I've been doing, and I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I, I wanted to make sure that what I was kind of observing uh, from the math and the charts and from a lot of other players was seemingly like it's working. So I'm glad if this is working for some people. I do know that Vengeance kind of kind of switched it up a little bit and was looking at credits early on, which, and again, there are a lot of credits right there at that first level that are very important. But I think Karkin's right. If you look ahead a little bit, there is a significant boost 
that will come to you every single day at that 5,000 reputation of militia. So I think I go back to my original statement, Trader, which is pushing that rep until you get to 5,000 and then just, heck, take a break from rep altogether. You know what I'm saying? There's no hurry then to get to 15,000 unless you just want to be Bubba Joe and be the first one there. You know, there's no, there's no God bless rush. Bubba. God bless Bubba Joe. All right. Uh, Bayonetta says, I am pushing to favored so I can open the epic chest and then I'll catch up on favors. And you don't listen, that actually, that's what Bubba's doing. Uh, or actually, Bubba's already at favored. He wants to push to paw strong so he can use his edicts. Okay. Shiny says, I'm not stopping at 5K either because I want to be able to open the epic chest at favored. And, you know, that's the thing, Trader. A lot of these trees, all throughout the game, there's breadcrumbs. You know, we saw it all throughout the 40s. You know, Angel in Disguise, your warp range uh, mission at Ops 42. And then you had efficiencies at 44 and 46. There's breadcrumbs. This Bajoran store, again, is not built without its temptations. Okay. For most players who are not going to spend on favors. And this is where I separate you guys. Shiny says, I'm not going to stop at 5K. Bayonetta says, I'm not going to stop at 5K. And I'm not saying that everybody should, but I think this does separate whether or not you're buying favors or grinding this out free to play. I think that's where it separates right there is around five grand, okay? If you're buying favors, then keep pushing, all right? But let's, let's put it here. To open the edicts chest is 50,000 rep. It's going to take a long time. It will take a long time to get there. That's a lot of edicts that you're going to be building up, and I'm not sure that I want to get there without some of these favors that I'm going to want that's going to improve my survivability and my ability to punch up and the loot that I'm gaining. Snake Eyes making fun of me. Why do you spend nine hours a day doing spreadsheets to complain about the three hours a day you spend in game? I'm not. (laughs) Not at all. I actually love this feature. I've said it before, Trader. Feature-wise, and I know we didn't really get a chance to talk about it. Maybe we can do it for a minute on the other side of the break, Trader. Feature-wise, this is probably one of my favorite of the year. It honest to God is. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Feature-wise, it's my favorite of the year. Tech-wise, they've struggled this month just like they did last month. But feature-wise, content-wise, DS9 has been the best of the year. I think we've dropped the ball in a lot of other areas and technical implementation. The calendar this month was just hideous. The the calendar this month unfairly taints this arc. All right. It's like, it's just so unfortunate. I keep saying, why can we not fire on all cylinders? You know, why can Scopely (laughs) not just get it together and fire on all cylinders? You know what I'm saying? Why can they not give us 90 Armada events in three weeks? Well, that's my point. Mm-hmm. It's a lazy calendar. The calendar, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. The calendar was just wild. It was just a wild miss. Yeah, the calendar, I agree. The calendar was a wild, wild miss. Like, I, I don't know what the reason was behind this calendar. I, I know I've been told. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like... It's not that's just not it's not acceptable you know what i'm saying and and the reasons given to me don't make sense that's not acceptable like you're gonna have to interpret your data better this calendar yeah. was the most hideous calendar you've done for the entire year your interpretation of your supposed feedback was the most tone deaf interpretation 
or, or, or understanding of your player base that you've ever exhibited. And you've exhibited some pretty tone-deaf moves in the past. Yes, they have. Your calendar this month and your, your supposed, alleged, giving the players what they want was the wildest miss of the year. Dead wrong. And it's a shame because the feature was the best of the year. The feature was hands down the best of the year. And live ops poo-pooed all over your doorstep. You know, I continue to swear by the ASB and the research it's providing. It's been plagued by tech after tech after tech after tech after tech. And when I say tech, I mean technical problems, technical implementation. I mean, how many different problems have we had with the, with the Starbase? How many different oh, times yeah. Yeah. have you guys found yourself unable to access the daggone thing? Yep. So I'm going to be, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to take a piece of advice that was given to me, and then we're going to go to break. I have been told that, and I've shared with you guys, even Echo has, so I'm not saying anything I shouldn't say, that this is what players asked for regarding the calendar. This is what <laughs> players asked for on their feedback. So community, I'm going to take a moment, and I'm going to take Scopely at their disconnected, unattached and lack of understanding of how their game works word. All right. And I'm going to say to you community, let's be super, super clear. If you're going to go into a survey and say that the calendar is too heavy or there's too many leaderboards or whatever, just let's, let's, let's just be specific. Saying there's too much to do will get us what we got. Oh, God, yeah. Okay? Because, honest to God, they believed they were acting based on our feedback. I've told Echo, and I've told everybody I've spoken to, you you vastly misunderstood. Vastly misunderstood the, the intent of that feedback. You guys are going to have to be very, very specific. All right? I might even beg of you this month to take an extra 10 or 15 minutes and really, like, don't fill out a survey in 30 seconds or less. Please don't, because, and, and I'm not blaming players. I'm really not. I've said Scopely misinterpreted this data, but they are swearing to me that this is what came in in the feedback reports. So you guys are going to have to get specific, because clearly Scopely is going to read these things or not and use a robot <laughs> to categorize them and then yeah. use that AI to to tell them what they need to do. Well, this was not it. This was not it. So please, players, this is an example of feedback gone wrong. Please, please be very concise and very specific with your surveys this month because this could have been the best arc of the year. Live Ops is single-handedly 100% responsible for its destruction i'm sorry <laughs> is what it is <sighs> best it's feature just annoying that they blame it on us well we gave you what you asked for that's, that's annoying they, well they believe they like did you, they're confused yeah they're, they're uh, confused mm -hmm. they believe they did exactly they, what we wanted 
They pulled all the solo leaderboards because that's what we complained about, right? No. There's a difference. There is interpretation. And that interpretation requires connectivity with your community, which you have clearly again and again and again demonstrated your inability to do. Mm, Correct. I personally, this is just me. Maybe I'm not credible. I don't give a damn what your surveys say. Eliminating 100% of solo leaderboards was the most bonehead thing you could have ever done. Agreed. And this calendar was literally the worst calendar of the year. Lacked imagination, lacked creativity, and quite honestly, didn't feel like it required a ton of time. I mean, players are checking out. It's not... I don't even know what to say about it. Players are checking out because of this. Players have quit the game. Yes. And you know, listen, people can say to me, oh, well, they just come back in a week or two. You know, I've mm. never shared this with people, but you know, we've got we've got a lot of supporters on this channel. And I'll just say this before we go to break. We got a lot of supporters, whether it be on Twitch, subscribed, uh, Patreon, YouTube Gold. You know, I get people who cancel their subscription on a monthly basis. Okay? That happens. When they leave the game, there's no need to continue paying for content that they're not going to watch anymore and just they unless they just love us and want to continue being tempted by what the by the addiction they're trying to break, right? Yeah. Every single time I message somebody who cancels their membership, I'm like, hey, you know, I just want to make sure everything's okay. I, I every single time, trader, I do an exit interview. Hey, just wanted to make sure there wasn't anything that happened that upset you. Nobody said anything to you. Uh, you know, make sure everything's going well. Sometimes it's financially related. Sometimes it's I'm quitting the game. Sometimes it's you suck, DJ, and I hate you. All right, that happens. In the last 60 days, we have had a 280% increase in cancellations, Trader, and 100% of them were not because I hate you, DJs, and you're a tool. Yeah. Most of them, like 90 plus percent of our cancellations this month are, I'm done. I quit. Scopely, Scopely, just they don't get it. I'm done. I quit. I'll play something else like Farmville. Yeah. Or Egg Inc. I, (laughs) players in my alliance, players in the VIP discord. I mean, I'm watching them go. They're just like, yeah, I'm done. Not interested anymore. It, it's sad. I understand where they're at. You know, I get it. My situation with my alliance is different, but if, if I wasn't an admiral and didn't feel a sense of connection to my alliance, I wouldn't still be here playing, you know, not anybody that anything you've said or done. It's the game isn't interesting. It isn't, I've said it before. It's not fun. It's the community that keeps me engaged with it right now. It's my alliance that keeps me engaged with it. Well, the, this 20-day stretch, this 20-day stretch had the opportunity to redeem the year. I truly believe yeah. that. Well, I truly didn't. believe that October could have redeemed your year, and and this arc was not well executed from from an implementation standpoint. And I'm and yeah. I, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to call names. And I'm not, and I'm just trying. I'm trying to be as polite as I can. This, this, this is where it fell this month. Game design brought the heat. 
And I guess that was enough for, for other departments to sit back and, and think that it was going to carry, and it did not. Could have. Great feature. Again, best of the year. Best of the year. We will return after this to wrap up. And uh, was there anything left on my notes? I don't know. We'll, we'll be back after this. I'll be right back. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek. Hang. Hit the button. God bless it. PVPTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PVP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PVPTarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for our player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit PVPTarget.com today. That's PVPTarget.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from listeners like you. So don't blame us for programs like this. The world is full of violent maniacs, but you can fend them off with the Real Housewives Self-Defense Course. (laughs) The Real Housewives have been fighting on TV for over 10 years, and now they're willing to share their secrets for the first time ever. experts show you how to pull an attacker's hair at close range. Are you out of your f***ing mind? Or take them out from across the room with a perfectly thrown wine glass. Oh my god. The Real Housewives have campuses in New York, Atlanta, Beverly Hills, Orange County, Washington, D.C., and even places outside the country like New Jersey. The Real Housewives self-defense course, where you can learn to fight like a girl. This is why I don't join Wardod's Alliance. I'm one of those that like to be abused. <laughs> All the live long day, I exist to be Wardod's punching bag. Welcome back in, everybody. Appreciate you being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and good evening. As we get ready to wrap up, yes, I know. Come on, come on. As we get ready to wrap up our show here tonight, uh, what's up? What would he do with his time if you were good? Yeah, I I exist for the betterment of players on server 15. What would Wardod do, Trader, if he didn't have my base that he could that he could crack three to four times a day? I mean, he, he, would, he would quit. Pro- he would probably quit too. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a thing. I exist. Well, we we, we I... talked about this, DJ, on Twitch. <laughs> like the war on my server is just because people are bored and have nothing better to do with their time. That's all it is, <laughs> and it won't end for that reason. If we didn't have a war, we'd all quit. Wardod just poured it away. Maybe I can send a miner back out. I'm kidding. I'm not really. I'm not actually kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna send a miner back out. But I'm not. I'm just, still hear you. I'm just gonna leave everything in in my dock. 
Don't worry about it, War Dodd. I am definitely not sending out miners. Yeah, he poured it away. I might be able to actually uh, mine about 5,000 gas. Where's Waldo begins? <laughs> I might be able to mine about 5,000 <laughs> gas before he, before he comes back and finds me. Oh, let's see. All right, let's squat that note. May the lag always be in your favor. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Listen, it, it, won't take, it won't take two minutes. It won't take two minutes for someone to come and find me. I'll keep an eye on my screen. I'm sure it's going to happen. All right, Trader. Uh, no, it, it, it's, right, it's not that. Shields are free. I do have, yeah, no, my base <laughs> is shielded right now. No, well, here's what happens. I feel like I'm going to play, so I only throw like a four-hour or an eight-hour, but, I mean, dude, it's like they, they've, they just, maybe it's because I house in predictable locations. So they just know. They just come and check. Like when I throw shields, like Wardot sets a timer. Okay, four hours, I'll check it again. All right, eight hours, I'm going to check it again. I mean, when that when when he cracked me during the show, my shield couldn't have been down for more than a minute. Like he's he's got me on a clock. <laughs> he's got me on a clock. Oh, all right, trader. Uh, let's get ready to wrap up here. And we kind of started talking about it right before the break. Uh, this is the last show of the arc. As a matter of fact, you got less than twenty four hours left in the arc, which means Wednesday, trader will be coming in to uh, grade this arc and. And it is disappointing because I feel like the players' grades are not going to be um, are not going to be representative of what the game design team did this month. This is a great I loop. All my answer is an incomplete. An incomplete. Now let me let me just ask if you don't mind because I know it's it's all fun and games when we when we throw out our grades and so forth, but. I don't think this one was an incomplete. As a matter of fact, the game's feature is very complete. All right. This one just gets very, very poor Officer marks. sourcing and events, I suppose, for me. And because I feel there left is. out of the, non, the whole directive thing. There he is. I got 4,000 4, gas before he popped in. All right. We're back. <laughs> go, 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 go. Ha, <laughs> ha. Got out. <laughs> now he's going to – I know what he's going to do. He's going to warp back to the – oh, my God. He poured it back. I'm so screwed. He ported back, and now he's got ships waiting on me. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, God, he got them both. <laughs> he got them both. I even had a Rialto loaded so I could try to interfere, but it didn't work. All right, well, there is there is that. Thank you, Wardod, for bringing three ships, three monster ships, by the way, to take out my two gas miners. <sighs> that well, yeah, uh, it worked. It worked. I got four thousand gas out of if it. If you had had oh, the good. new minor defense, would you have been able to do? Nope, anything? nope, Better not a thing. Situation, not a thing. Uh, no, he brought the he brought like an eighty million power ship. <laughs> nope, not gonna work. Not gonna work. Um, so anyway, let's let's take just a second, trader, and and kind of rehash. Not not even rehash the events because there was a ton of Armada events. Like, uh, if we're looking at the calendar, all right, was there an area of the calendar that worked out? And was there a specific piece of the calendar you guys didn't like? All right. Obviously, we saw a ton of Armada events. Although, I think, like, I didn't have a problem with the solo Armada events with the exception of, like, the heroic thing that they were experimenting. I know some people didn't like that. Um, I, I there personally... There many of them. The too many of what solo armada, armada events? events all of them it's like come on so just stop with the armadas so let 
let's let's rehash what it is about the Armada events that that were so bad. It was, I believe, too many. If I, you say too many, but I think it wasn't even that there were too many in quantity, as it was that those specific events required an astronomical number of completions. And what I'm referring yeah. to is what we have up even right now. Uh, Cardassian counterattack. Did this run four times or six? I think it was think six. six. Six times. Six Ridiculous. times. Now Back to back. Back to back. Well, Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday, all worse. three weekends. Like, this, this is... If... Uh, I'm not even, I mean, I did, I did some yesterday with my alliance just because they needed some help, right? I'm not even bothering today. Like back to back, no, I'm done. I'm over it. Like how many, how much time can you spend staring at your screen for hours doing stupid armadas? No, pass. This, this is the one. Honestly, this event, if it had run once, maybe twice, less tolerant but but maybe six times is just ridiculous six times is you just put this in the calendar because you didn't have anything else to put there this is what this is what i'm talking about trader well mark said it not me this is what i'm talking about right here this the the example of this event cardassian counterattack running six times lazy Lazy. copy and paste not yep. creative, lazy. Not engaging, and and just like launched to be miserable. Like this yes. is this event isn't fun. Nope. This event is literally the antithesis <clears throat> of fun. It has zero redeeming qualities. Zero. The rewards weren't even worth it. Which is why trader no. on four out of the six runs I didn't do it. Didn't even start it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I I did not even hit the first milestone on four times. All right. Now, I I am a a preacher of choice. I'm a preacher of don't do it if you don't like it. That's I, I did it. Didn't like it. I said literally no. Not gonna uh, just no. No, Scopely. I want yep. you to look at this event and I want you to check completion rates on it. I bet. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I bet it's one of the lowest ones uh, of the year. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope there was nobody else out there that did 45 armadas six times this month. There well, prob- there's somebody in the, I'm sure people in the chat did. that says they were. I'm sure but, people did. No, it's, it's ridiculous. Housekeeping says he did it. Oof. Uh, I did them all. Mark. I didn't like it, but I did them all. Well, um, God bless you, Mark. I have <laughs> zero patience for that anymore. I, I, I guess that's, that's where I'm at. Me. You're cursing me. That, that's where I'm at. I, <laughs> I looked at it. Like, I, I just, for you to decide. It, it just yeah. wasn't worth it. First of all, it's not even worth the use of rares and epics. All right? And I'm certainly not putting in all that time for three, 45 armadas for 300 G4 crystal. That's what my payout mm-hmm. was. And, and again, 300 G4 crystal is not small. All right, but that's 45 armadas. And and you ran this event six times. Six times. I mean, seriously, yeah, when, when was the last time you looked at an arc and you had any event that ran six times? 
I mean, even e- even listen, if it were if it was red alert, we wouldn't be complaining that it ran six times, but we would still say, why did it run six times? Yeah. Like it's just a lack of creativity, a lack of implementation, and a lack of ability to develop engaging content. It is a lack of care. They don't care. Well, we got to be careful with the word they. Because I do believe well, that, that a lot came of people up do. With this is the they I'm talking about. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. This, this was the worst calendar of the year, bar none. Hands down, no exception. Now, if I got names for the they, I would use them quite gladly. And we'll just re- abuse Why them don't we too, just say Arc Runner? We always use, we always use the, the terminology for the Arc Runner. I never reveal names or identities or anything like that. It just this month's Arc Runner. I, I'm sorry. You did yep, not do good this month. And I'm sorry. Nope. I mean, it, I, I am. I'm sorry. Poop. That's the nicest thing I can say on your PG show. It needs Utter to do better. Poo. Utter poo. Utter poo. Worst calendar of the year. Yes. And and I, And you need to hear it. Because at the, the most anticipated because content. at the beginning of the month we at, we 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 questioned the calendar. We expressed concern at the beginning of the month that the calendar didn't look right. You want to know what I thought, DJ, when I saw that the calendar initially? You had made mention that there was some stuff coming. You know, like you were kind of teasing it. I assumed initially, like, oh, there's something like really awesome coming that they don't want to tell us about. And then it became abundantly clear that the awesome thing was not that great and there wasn't anything else. It was like, okay, come on, whatever. Like, I'm going to care about this just as much as the Ark Runner did, which is zero. Zero percent care. Yeah. I mean, and and I don't want anyone to take it personally. I really don't. Like, but it was not good. Can I tell you that I would like the Ark Runner to take it personally? They should. Yes. Their that work. person should. He or she should feel very, very bad about what they did this month. Bad arc runner. Bad. Exactly. Gets the hose. Again, the squir- squir- your, gun, surveys, your surveys need to be concise and reflective of how you feel about this arc. Be detailed. Provide, provide details. And be constructive, by the way. Be polite. Be courteous. I'm not saying be rude or be be abusive. All right, like we got to be careful with that. Like I'm look, watching the chat right now, and it's it's very yeah. it's very harsh. But I understand. <laughs> I understand the frustrations. I understand the frustrations, and 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 I hope that Scopely will hear the frustrations because what you did this month was not the right thing to do. Yeah, we we tease game design a lot, Trader about missing this or missing that or it's not good. And I'm telling you, for two months in a row, they've developed, they they have released A-plus content. Some of you guys don't feel that way about the ASB, and I understand that. I, I, I do understand that, but I still fundamentally feel that it is a valuable, important piece of research sourcing in this game. Uh, but this loop, this new faction, was everything I could have hoped a new faction would be. I've said before, I was concerned with new factions because we didn't, I didn't want a bunch of new ships that were going to be a continual drain on already strained resources and materials. Check. 
engaging, check. Creative and and rewarding, check and check. This Bajoran faction, this Bajoran faction is perfect. Eh, 98%. I'm not going to say perfect, perfect, but it was done very, very, very well. And we can't fire on all cylinders. Okay? So, it's frustrating. And as we get ready this coming Wednesday to prepare our final grades, I encourage you guys to take a few minutes. Don't just say it stinks. Even me! Don't just come in and complain. Why? This event, that's one of my biggest whys, six times on this event. All right? Karkin mentioned sourcing. It's very, very clear problem. No free-to-play pad towards any of the three officers this month. How many free-to-play got even one rare unlocked? And I say free-to-play. I don't even mean $20 battle pass. I mean, no metas, no sourcing, cash only. Okay, it's not good. All right, and even even the um, even the Armada events that have, they were going on um, could have been okay for those that that like doing Armadas if we had directive sourced properly. Well, we yeah, directive sourcing is a problem. You know, and even though the solo armadas came with their own directives, which I do praise because that's part of the Bajoran loop, Trader. I praise that. I think it is closed loop. I think it's self-sustaining, and I think it's circular, and it's rewarding. Again, that's not the problem, is it? No. It's Cardassian armadas. Nope. All right. And not even the car- the armadas themselves, but the sheer quantity of the ones that they asked us to do is preposterous. Yes. Just, I mean, literally, yes. no other word for it. The demands you set with the calendar this month were far more heroic than anything you've done all year. It's just and ridiculous. I'm not, in my sense of it, and maybe this is just because I am jaded and very cynical about Scopely. I've played this game for almost four years now, and I am both jaded and cynical about Scopely. But I kind of think... And I was telling this to Zandies in the chat. I kind of think that this was deliberate. That they were like, oh, the players think they have too much to do. Well, we're going to give them what they're asking for. They want less to do. Now you got less to do. Well, Let's no. Do and listen, like. I don't even think that that was the, a That's spite. That's what I feel like. That's I, what I feel like. I think you're right. But not for a malicious intent. Look, Zandies even puts in a chat. Can we really say it's 100% the Ark Runner's fault if other departments misinterpreted our feedback? I think it's a mistake, all right? Now, the reason that I and, – and I, and I have You're to be – You're not buying into my level of jadedness? Well, no. Here, here's the thing. And, and maybe, maybe I – I kind of feel like it's malicious compliance. Eh, I don't think it was malicious. I really don't. I, but, but, okay, this is where and, – and maybe I think too much of myself, and, and I'm very – I'm very open to admitting that. But how many times do do the content creators and moderators or the player advisory panel, how many times do we come and say, this is a bad idea, um, and, and yet you proceed anyway? Like, I, I, why, why ask if you're going to do your own thing? Or, or, or why not be reactive to when 
you're going to make a decision and you share that with us. You know, and and I, again, like maybe maybe I'm really really overestimating my impact or 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 my level of feedback or or maybe I, I'm I'm thinking too much. Like they should be more responsive to to what I say or Rev says or or the moderators. But I mean, we, we all like we're all very connected to the community. And and before this arc even launched, we're like, man, I just, I don't I don't know about all this. Yeah, but the data says, well, but I'm telling you, I think, I mean, I said it to Echo on this show. I think you misinterpreted the data. That was not the first time they heard that from me. Before the arc launched, I said those exact same words, but we decided to go with it. 20 days. And now you've got this arc that has dumped additional fuel on the fire, driven more players out of the game, and frustrated countless more. Yeah. Because you don't listen. Exactly. And I see zero chance of that changing. I mean, how how many times, right? So right, my job, I'm an attorney. Someone comes to me with a problem and, or I'm retained to, you know, act as like a general counsel or something. My job is to give advice, not necessarily wait for something to go wrong. I sit there and I say, I'm seeing this happen. You need to understand here's, you know, here's the law, here's the consequences, here's what could go wrong. And if you want to achieve the same goal, here's the way you can do it without these issues, right? They literally pay me for my expertise. That's what I'm telling them those things. And if a client doesn't respect that, that is clearly not a good match for me. But it's the respect of the position. And when people who play this game are intimately familiar with the player base, are connected with what players actually want and with what the problems actually are. Whether it's you, whether it's Rev, whether it's the player advisory panel, where it's people telling them this isn't right. And they're just saying, eh, we disagree. Nice talking to you. That is deliberate and intentional it is arrogance that they know better because every time they've been wrong. Every or have time they? Been wrong. Or have I they? I think they have. Well, September, they have. September, they made $6 million. <laughs> yeah, well. You know, and, and I'll be curious to see what October brings, especially with the way that they did Ducat. I mean, is it hard, is it, is it hard to argue with financial success? We can say all we want that we are unhappy. If they make six, seven, eight million dollars this month, were we unhappy? Well, I think it depends on what metrics you look at. Do you look at long-term players who have spent a significant amount of money on this game saying, I can't take this anymore, I'm out? Do you look at the constant churn? Because in any game, you have new players coming in and or not, as the case may be. And how long are they staying? I mean... There can be a cohort of players that are spending money on this game, but if you don't have new blood replacing the, the people that are leaving, it's not a sustainable business. Well, it is something. It, it That is something that they need to be very, very... Uh, are you serious, Species? Can, uh, yeah, I heard the same. Ah, oh, jeez. That's... So, anyway, wow. listen, it, it is what it is. Um, we will take more time to because I wasn't really prepared to do this tonight I just kind of wanted to talk about a couple of the things that that really 
frustrated us this month, you know, six times on a singular event. And and listen, if it was designed to motivate spend, I get that. I, I'm not opposing you having an opportunity to make money, but like we can be more creative about it, I think, rather than just <laughs> buy packs. I mean, listen, I, I always defend their ability to make money. I literally, 100%, like people think I'm a shill because I say they need to be able to make money and they should be allowed to ask for that. But, you know, Bubba said it on a previous show and, and when I go back and I look at the calendar and I'm looking at the sheer volume of quote-unquote paid events as compared to typical SMSs, like it was very proportionate, very disproportionate this month as compared to previous months. Now, maybe it's a new trend. Maybe it's something they're going to shift more towards. I, I don't know. I don't feel like that is overly healthy. You know, like like this Cardassian counterattack event, I'm not, I, I wouldn't have done it six times. All right, for some of you who did, kudos to you. You got more time than I ever want to give to a singular event. All right, but it was just such a large piece of the calendar, you know? And and when the calendar's already light with other things, then it makes the paid events look that much worse. You know, they have to have pay events. I'm cool with that. But, you know, the syndicate advancement and the syndicate uh, leaderboards, and then, you know, we had the Ducat, which was pay only, you know, and then you had the, that one SMS, only one SMS that actually appeared for Ducat Shards. Um, that's probably where Cardassian counterattack should have gone with that event. Limit one. Or if you were going to run Cardassian counterattack again, throw up a pair with it. I don't know. I just felt like the counter was very, very disproportionate. All right. And, and I don't think that everybody should get everything every single month, but I think that there should be, there should be a path. And that path cannot, I mean, whatever, I'm, I'm speaking to a wall. You cannot require, right you cannot require a credit card for every damn thing in this game. Like, I, I'm so sorry that that is a concept that I can't seem to relay appropriately with the right words. Okay? That sounds good to me. I, 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 yeah, very, seemed very understandable, very clear. Eh, we're done. I just, I mean, I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I've been having these conversations all month long. The conversations don't, don't go anywhere. All right. I'm fine with you monetizing your content, but a credit card can't be the only way. There's other currencies. There's other methods. I mean, you know, you, you sell packs throughout the month, the monthly resource pack. That's a trickle of materials and resources in every single month. You sell the treasury. All right. That's a nice chunk. You, you sell these other core packs all month. Players want to be able to use that stuff to work towards the content that you put out. That is monetization. Okay. Like if I buy the treasury and I use that to work on a Ducat auction or I use that to work on this ROM auction, that's monetization. You're making money. So to, to, to say, well, these events, they, they need to make their own money, like, that's, that's silly. You're making money. You just got to look at the whole pot. 
ton of money already. They're not. Let me be clear. It's not a ton of money because licensing and all this stuff, it, it takes a ton. Okay? But, you know, Reed, you're, you're more right. They're not uncomfortable, that's for sure. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know what their costs are. Okay? I, listen, I, I know. I know without a shadow of a doubt. They have to. Like, we, we can say, okay, they made $6 million or they made $8 million. Trust me, like, you don't even know how much of that is. That's revenue, okay? You have no idea how much goes out. It's a ton, okay? They're not making millions. There's a ton going out. But at the same time, like, there's still good way. Listen, you can look at some of the best games in the world. There is good monetization, and then there's bad monetization. I mean, we've even seen interviews with it. Hell, Scopely executives have actually given interviews on what they consider to be good monetization and bad monetization. Even Scopely acknowledges there is such a thing as bad monetization. I kind of feel we're knocking on that door if we haven't already stepped through the threshold. I think, it should be the first to recognize it. I think we crossed it when G5 rolled out, my personal opinion. Well... The players a threshold with G4 and across it with G5. The players will ultimately issue their verdict. And Scopely will ultimately make their decision on how to respond to that. It's completely up to you guys. Again, like I say, I would just encourage concise and very accurate feedback. Because as much as we don't want to accept responsibility for our part in this, Reed is right. Players are a very large part of this problem. Not the entire problem, all right? But this is like a bad marriage. Communication sucks. Nobody can say what they want to say. Nobody can ultimately be happy because the other one's not delivering what the other one wants, but we can't talk to each other. Like, it's literally a bad marriage. Yeah, It's got to get better, and it's got to get better on both sides of the aisle. Community, let me say this. I've been railing on Scopely most of the evening. But you guys are far too entitled. Okay, let me just be clear about that. Getting every single officer and every single piece of content every single month free to play is not realistic. You guys are far too entitled. There should be heroic events. There should be paid entry to content. But it shouldn't be all that. That shouldn't be everything. And I said this on the last show. You eliminate solo leaderboards, you're going to get more heroics. Okay, like that, that's a fact. If you want to get rid of solo leaderboards, then you are going to see more paid entry events. I just don't feel like the entire calendar should be that. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do for the players that that aren't? I mean, it it is still a free to play game. Let me put it that way. You're supposed to be enticing us to want to spend on your content, not making us spend. I go back to what Gregor said three years ago. I will happily spend until there's a gun to my head. You make me spend, and I won't out of spite. I kind of feel like we're finding ourselves there. At least several people are. Yeah. On the other hand, I open the show with, should I spend $100 on Ducat? (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't. (laughs) You know, maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. Folks, we're going to wrap up right there. Grades are coming up on Wednesday. You guys decide what message you want to send. 
You guys decide if there is indeed something that we should want to say, and we'll do it with your final grades and your concise, professional, and courteous feedback. In the meantime, surveys should be coming out. Please take the time to fill those out accurately and with a modicum of common sense. <laughs> Whew, traitor. Yes. Been a long night. Been a long night. We're going to biz out, everybody. How long? No. This has been a long road. Yeah. Getting from there to here. Three, Another four hours. hours and 40 minutes. Well, I'm going to cut the last segment completely out then. <laughs> that was the most controversial, right? <laughs> He's going to cut it all out. Guy's going to visit the website. And while we're talking about monetization, I'm going to ask you to give me money instead. At TalkingTrekSTFC.com. As a matter of fact, Trader, I'll tell you, I'm not even looking for uh, for the gold membership. We are still 100% very, very like in the, in the heat of the pitch working on our Christmas Angel Project. Uh, and again, I would ask anybody who's looking for a nomination or anything like that, if you've got somebody... Those are open for only seven more days, and that's about the time that I'd like to have this goal. We are $2,400 short, Trader. $2,400 short on the goal that we've set for this year to make a difference in a family's life. All right, $2,400. That's it. I mean, listen, guys, just the people listening to this show, if you donate 10 bucks, we're there. I mean, think about how that breaks down. Just the people who are here live giving $10 then we're done. The, the The project's over. We are set. All right? Please consider doing so. We've got a Venmo. We've got a PayPal. You can use the exclamation point codes, or maybe Stevens Aaron can put those in the graphics room for easy visibility. Uh, just make sure you tag the donation. Like, put hey, this is for the Christmas Angel Fund. Put that in the comments. Put that in the notes so that we know. Uh, we are $2,400 short, and that's it. Then we'd be done, trader. We'll be done, and we'll be ready to make a difference in someone's life this Christmas. Be sure to visit us online at TalkingTrekSTFC.com to do so. I would also like to say thank you very much to our gold sponsors. Uh, not going to read every single name here tonight, but just know that I very much appreciate you. Thank you guys so very, very much, and uh, and you guys are the reason that we keep on kicking. All right, you guys are keeping the lights on around here, and we appreciate you very much. Uh, in the meantime, I would like to uh, ask all of you guys to dig deep and consider giving to our Christmas Angel Fund just $10 with the live studio audience trader, and we'll be done. $2,400 is the number, and uh, we yeah. will we will complete 100% of our goal this year. My name is Ultimate DJs, live for Talking Trek. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, Talking Trek, is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Sam Meow, for now. Love you, man, to catch you on the next one. Twitch tomorrow night. We should have a little bit of fun out there. We'll do Twitch tomorrow night and uh, see if we can get into some goofiness and some trouble. All right, guys. Love you, man. See you, bye. Meow, 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 meow. Somebody's meowing me.